1: Here's the thing about Germany why I made the curators pick up the Hollywood French book.
2: Community, unity, hard, 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 like it, like it.
0: This is another great episode of The Film Review. What's going on, people? How you doing there? This is another great episode of The Film Review. Movies, music, culture, politics, and society. We are the husband and wife team. I'm Crazy D. I'm Tracy. And we review movies, music, culture, politics, and society. And do we have a great one for you today.
1: Great film.
0: As we bring some headroom. We've got a great show for you today and we're gonna be doing some population like we usually do. So we need you to stay tuned for that. Uh, so how was your week?
1: Great week, weather was nice. Yeah, this week actually flew by quickly.
0: It really did fly by. We're, can you believe that we're in May? And we're getting ready to move into May, May, June. July and this is standardly the time from when I was way back before retail when I would be putting projects out Mm -hmm. I say if you don't have something already planned in the winter time to come out about right now you are not going to have anything you have to plan ahead of time to uh, make what's going to happen happen the weather in Las Vegas is interesting because it's it's getting warmer finally finally it broke right usually it breaks like we've said before usually it breaks early and you're into it before you know you really know it you're into it right but this year it's it's slightly different the film review is on. All right? So yeah. I'm gonna tell you that the film review is on. We'll start the watch party. Now look. It. So it's it's really interesting. Let me turn the volume down. This is interesting. <laughs> um so it's like it's usually warmer and it, and it's hitting and it's a dry yeah. heat but now it's It has humidity, and you can feel the coolness in the air, even though the sun, usually the sun will beat on you, and it's a dry heat, Mm -hmm. and you have to use your perspiration that happens with the dry heat, and then it kind of cools you. Now, it's kind of a cooling air, and uh, the dry heat isn't there as much, which is... um, strange for Las Vegas, I'll say. It has to do with the building. I always keep my mask on. They're building
2: new buildings, expanding
0: the strip and everything, right? So, you know, I always keep my mask on. I was keeping my mask on before because I learned about this thing called Desert Fever. Mm -hmm. And Desert Fever is a monster. It it makes you feel like you have a cold and if it's misdiagnosed, I mean, you're pretty much out of there right what's going on Stu thanks for uh chiming in um so you know so the weather is different now yeah we always love when we always love it when May Mm -hmm. comes around because it's the time that me and my wife met uh huh right we met at Cleveland State University yeah she is my college sweetheart, right? Aww. We met, we met in May, <laughs> and then we we found out something very interesting about right. each other, right? Yep. We found out. What, what do we find out mm-hmm. about May?
1: Um, that we. Are, yeah, let's let's go. Well, at let's, the time. At
0: the time. I but, didn't
1: believe you.
0: Okay, so so tell the story. So tell the story. Yeah. So we're sitting there and we're getting to know each other, yeah. right? Yeah.
1: And then I said my birthday. It's May 4th, and then you said yours was May 24th, and I didn't believe that your birthday could possibly be in the same month as mine. So I asked for proof, I asked to see your uh, what? Driver's Driver's license. license.
0: (laughs) And when I pulled out driver's license, come to find out we were born in May. Yeah. Her birthday comes before me a year later, and mine comes before her, but after her, the year before, right? So I always say I am so, blessed to have have my wife conceived in August of 1971 and and brought to this life in May 4th (laughs) 1972 you understand and for me I was conceived in 1970 in September right (laughs) of 1970 to be brought to this life brought out after nine months uh, May 24th yeah. 1971 so you know it, it's beautiful so there's a couple of different things going on with that as we go through it first May then August yeah. uh, August is as we learn through watching
1: 1804
0: yep. Sorry. the Ogun spirit right so the Ogun spirit <laughs> is moving through all of this, right? Yes. And then later on, we were married in August. Yeah. The eighth. That's August 8th, right? So we always so from from May through August mm-hmm. and then through September, because I was conceiving September, we, we always celebrate, right? And people say, you know, you were married a certain, certain time later, What what's going on with what it is? Okay, so people don't necessarily, necessarily, necessarily read the Bible the way that it was written. When you read how, there's a couple of different times when you're reading the Bible and it talks about how. Man and woman come together to be married. There's Adam and Eve. It just I'm giving three examples, you know, because it always comes in threes in the Bible for you to get the point of the story, the parable or the metaphor or whatnot. So it always comes in threes. So I'm giving it to you in threes. There's uh, Adam and Eve, there's Sarah and Abraham, well, Cyree and Abram before and then there is Sarah and Abraham's son Isaac and the person that his his um uh, his main soldier or uh trusted person to go out to find the right bride from the land that Abraham came from uh they find Rebecca and they bring Rebecca back and so all of this has already been uh, structured and structured already because the father has sent out so it becomes an arranged marriage and the person goes so that's why when you hear the part where the person has to go and ask for the person's hand in marriage that mm-hmm. it comes from this particular story in uh, in uh 20 uh 24, chapter 24 of uh, Genesis, right? So that's where people get the idea of going to ask for the person's hand in marriage and to go through and discuss the business of what is what, why it's being done, etc., etc. Okay. So that's what you learn in that. So this is the different things where they take it from now. When you get to, when you get to Artesha. Artisha. Artisha.
1: I apologize for pronouncing your T-Hall. name. Tine Hall.
0: Yeah, thanks for chiming in. Yeah. She owns uh, the uh, Soul Food Young down, down in the North, North Las Vegas. She owns that. They have great food. You need to go down there. You need to uh, uh, patronize black businesses. I want to shout out to you. Thanks for chiming in. Um, So what you find Mm -hmm. is that when you get to chapter 24, um, verse 67, Uh, Rebecca gets off the camel and she sees Isaac approaching and she asks the uh, Abraham's main guy who is that? He said that's my master that's uh, Isaac basically that's who you're you're coming to uh, chosen to be right? So she puts her veil up so she's in Arabia what you would consider mm-hmm. Arabian gear, you know, and you know, riding a camel and all that, and she puts her veil up, right? So this is why it's good to be in the desert, and when you're in a desert climate, you wear a mask, right, to block out the wind and the dust that comes from uh storms, right? So you learn this, and these are little things that you learn when you're in different climates. So She gets off, and she's uh, talking. She says, who is that? So she puts her veil up. Isaac comes up, and he takes her by the hand. He leads her into Sarah's tent. Sarah, his mother, has passed on, right? The reason why Abraham goes to find a bride to keep the line going is because... You know, he's up in age now and so he wants to make sure the line keeps going, right? So she's in the so he leads her to his mother's tent and it reads, He takes her and they are married. So I'm saying so there's no preacher. Now sometimes you can hear it read that it he takes her in other passages when they talk about other persons he takes her, they become one, and they are married. That's more like the Adam and Eve story. There's no preacher there. The preacher situation comes when the state gets involved and in, uh, for state reasons, you want to uh, be recognized for the state, for the signs, Mostly because the the marriage certificate, like the birth certificate, can be traded upon for money. It's like a gamble. Like, are you going to make it or aren't you going to make it? And if you make it or not, the state gets paid either if you make it or you don't make it. So that's what the um, marriage certificate is for, right? So that everything is above board on the legal, on the state side. But really, when a man and a woman come together as one... They are married And so I often ask people Who follow what the state says Mm -hmm. What the European says Mm -hmm. And I say How many How many wives do you have Actually How many husbands do you have You know I just I just ask that You know just to You know Just in saying what I'm saying Right So That's that That's that So when you see, when you see, uh, crazy DM, we say 29 years. We have been together 29 years. I believe in uh, when we became one with one, and I forsake her for no one else. And that's the way, and she is forsaking me for no one else. So that's what it is. So it's a more of a uh, understanding from actually like reading and actually just. Uh, you know, being right there in it and fighting through it. Hey, and, Hey, what's going on, Shanee? Thanks for chiming in. So, that's what it is. So, we celebrate 29 years together. We celebrate our birthdays and right. we celebrate August. Right. Most because we got married within the strength of it all. Right. And who knew? Right. Well, yeah. Who knew?
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Who knew and it all started with like what we said on the uh conversation and wine with uh Tamika and Jazzy. Yes. When I said it all started with some Uno cards and it did. And see And what, Shani
1: remembers that day. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> see, what happened was we, we were in this program that made you like a super freshman by the fall. You would come in during the summer, learn the campus, and while other freshmen were just bumbling around, you would, you know, know the campus. So we came in on this program, and we had, uh, we had like, different meetings where they wanted to get to, where people got to know each other, and they would ask you, who were you inspired by? Right. And, of course... You know, myself, I said, I'm inspired by
1: uh, Malcolm X, right? And you said. I, well, I was surprised that you said that because, because. at the time, uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. well, <laughs> out here, um, I don't think do they have, they don't have like history. Uh, courses for the students in elementary school, right? Isn't that one of those? I, I think that's
0: one of the things that they're getting ready to getting implement ready to now since what's been happening in right. the school so system.
1: growing up back home um, you know as far as like in Black, Black History Month they only told you about like just a few people. You only learned about a handful of... Uh,
0: mostly Martin, Martin Luther
1: King. Martin, right, you know. You were so, slaves
0: and right. Things so like back that.
1: home, it was the uh, you know basically the same way, you know. So, but when he uh, talked about Malcolm X, and he did his, um, he said he influenced him. His presentation was on him. He was inspired by him. I was surprised because everybody that spoke before him, they all basically said Martin, Martin Luther, Luther King. King. And and I love Martin Luther King as well and, re- and respect him as well, but it was just different to hear somebody mention someone else other than Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. So that made me say, oh, he studies outside of what's presented to him, you know, in school. Like I said, they only gave us a list of few black leaders, although we have um, so many black uh, leaders and inventors and... They only give us just a few. Just as a children. Few. Yes, right? children.
2: During and really as adults, really. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And so when you uh, gave your presentation on Malcolm X, I was impressed. Because, I mean, I knew about Malcolm X, you know. And um, his birthday is May 19th. <laughs> so, uh, so, when he talked about him, I was impressed. I said, oh, this guy is different. He didn't he didn't just, you know, just a lazy report. Oh, let me just pull out my, I mean, uh, Martin Luther King like everybody else. Mm -hmm. He actually did research and talked about Hey, Gary.
0: Thanks for chiming in. Hey, that is Gangster Nut. You know, he has his own car wash in Cleveland, Ohio, and he puts out jamming music, and when you watch the film review, music review show, right? When you watch that, you will see that there is an artist on there named T. G and he hooked me into TG uh, heard the video heard the song said let me get it he sent it over there to me and he's up there now uh, being seen heard recognized and appreciated so shout out to Gary Jackson uh, Gangsta Nut and he's going to be bringing out music and you know you're going to hear it on the film review music review show coming up soon right we're going to be talking about that too so
1: you know, and also speaking of like uh you talked about film I mean music, but also in film, like Stu is in numerous
0: uh oh, that's right, Stu like, is in numerous films. Yeah. He's he's the preacher. Yeah. He's the main protagonist in a preacher's life. Yep. And again when you watch yep. the, Stuart Yeah. Stuart Elsie. Yeah, Stuart Elsie, when you watch And Algae. And Algae, when you watch the music review show Mm -hmm. from the film review Mm -hmm. you will see a short clip from uh, A Preacher's Life and then you can go right over to lordlandfilms.com and actually watch A Preacher's Life. So what I instantly learned about my wife was that she was different than what I had Seen and had dealt with before early on in my life because I was the type of person that hey what's going on Eddie Bell uh see Hi, you Eddie. see you uh chiming in yeah um she was different than what I had dealt with before of trying to talk to because I was the type of person that was looking for my Rebecca my Sarah all the time and we had met back in junior high school or even elementary school. We probably would have been together all that time because what you really find people as you go along, as I just watch people and learn from people, is that there's really nothing out there other than the great one that you have, right? So you cling to each other and you make it happen, and that's what it is. That's what's uh, good about marriage and everything because there's really nothing out there, right? So... This is what I noticed. So I noticed that she was different, and her mind clicked on uh, on a totally different level. Hey,
1: Jackie.
0: Hey, thanks for chiming in. And so, you know that it was uh, very interesting, and I love that. And, and and we are deeply, and we keep it moving, and we push to make sure that. We do this film review and we do everything. Like, my wife is the person that is behind the camera when I'm on film. Right? Because she knows my angle. She knows what I'm, I'm looking for. So, she's skilled in camera work. And we do this and we do this together. And we make sure that people are seeing her recognized and appreciated. That's That's our purpose. We believe that's our purpose here on the planet. And when you go through life, when I talked to her, it was like she could finish my sentence. And that's what my mom always told me. She always told me, reinforcing from what? Because I read the Bible when I was 12. I ran through it, you know, went through it, read the inner liner notes Uh, went to the different passages, read it through. When you get to Leviticus, Leviticus is some of the longest reading ever because that is the law put down and you have to read it and you figure out, you know, what's going on. But my mother said that when the person is right for you, they will finish your sentence. You won't have disagreement. You won't have that. They will finish your sentence. And in that passage that I talk about in Genesis twenty-four with Rebecca and Isaac, yeah. Rebecca and Isaac, when Rebecca came off the camel and she put her veil up, when he led her into the tent, she was in total agreement with what was taking place. You see what I'm saying? So that the, when you read the Bible, you read more than just for. Um, you read for the life lessons, because the world is a life lesson. How you know it's true is you just look at it and apply it in the world that you're in, and that's how you know if it's true indeed, right? And so that's why we're here, and, you know, this is a, one of the special shows. We open with 29 years, and we're going to have special shows going on, coming in, because my birthday comes down on the 24th right? It's going to be a working birthday. That's why I always like to do I like the work. You know what I'm saying? We got somebody, got people coming in special in May and then you know, we go all the way through and we're coming into August and we're going to have special shows there too. So it's always a special show. It's always a special show and I always love when I see husbands and wives do their thing together because it's condoned by the inner God right. or the outer God, whichever one that you believe okay. is condoned that way to be that way, to be correct and true indeed so this is why we do what we do we want people to be seen, heard, recognized and appreciated, we do our thing now what we're going to be talking about today Great film. we opened Great up film. about Great. that we're going to yeah. be talking about um Fab Five Freddy's.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Grass is Greener yes. documentary Netflix, on really good. Uh, cannabis, yes. weed, Marijuana, the negative term for it, um, and the cause and effect of yes. being blown back, right? We're going to talk about that. In the
1: black community. In the black and community. And how it uh, affects
0: uh, was Prison reform That's right. and it's
1: all tied in and together. Great documentary.
0: Great documentary. It talks. About hey,
1: Emmett.
0: What? Hey, what's going on, Emmett? F- Emmett Foster. He sings on the jam that we have out called "69 Funk." Right. right. It was originally on the Sean Styles "131 Below" album, but Emmett still sings. He's out there doing his thing. Make sure you let them know where you're at, Emmett. Uh, Type it in and then, you know, we'll read it across the air and also they'll have it there so they'll be able to um, see what you're saying. And the people who are commenting I'm I'm still populating so I'm going to get to everyone's comments that are uh, uh, chiming in to watch Uh, but yeah, Emmett, incredible singer. He's been that way since Probably junior high school, mm-hmm. but I caught on to him right after he had graduated out of high school. And uh, his, uh, his homie DJ Skills brought him to my attention because we were cutting that album from out of the uh, 2003 Harvard Avenue, uh, Crazy D's at the time. And we put that album out, did the commercial, was in the Source magazine, and yeah. so you know, we do what we do, right? And um, so anyway. We like we love the people coming in and chiming in, too, as we talk about this. We're also talking about a beautifully yes. created film called Bolden. Yes. The Bolden film yeah. is about Charles Joseph Buddy Bolden. Yes. Who is credited with creating jazz.
1: In New Orleans, yes.
0: In New Orleans. The so pioneer. We're going to be talking about that. So we've already talked about the 29 years, so you have to see that on the replay. Let's see what else. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. You know that we have the film review, music review show. Of course, we're going to talk about the first episode, and then, you know, the closing date for the next episode for you to be seen by uh, filmmakers and uh, Hollywood uh, filmmakers also is May 15th. So we, we want, we're we going to talk about that. But we're going to be talking about and discussing the new single by uh, Wolf Dotson yes. entitled nice. Candy Shop. Yeah. It is nothing like what's going on with uh, Joe W. Williams. I see that he wrote something. I didn't hey see Joe. him chime in. But uh, he must have chimed in on the... I see um, him
1: on, on your phone, but right, I don't see right. it on the He must screen. be
0: on the... Um, yeah. We have a, a watch party going too. Two different ways to see this, right? So Um He's got this new single called Candy Shop. And Candy Shop is banging. But we're gonna talk about it though. I don't wanna I don't wanna give give too much away because we're gonna talk about it. But it's nothing like fifty cents candy shop. Totally different direction, you know. The only song that was ever written that was so popular that the title cannot be used again is "Tie a Yellow Ribbon Round the Old oh. Oak Tree." That can never be oh, used so again. Totally, no one can use No, them. That's oh. the only song that's ever been copywritten okay. where that title also okay. cannot be used. Oh. You know, like you can use another title long as you're not. Using infringing on somebody that's using their beat or using okay. their uh, orchestration or using their words, but that is the only song written in history that tie a yellow ribbon around an old oak tree, which is uh what is that Tony and Don? Yeah, uh, what's the first guy? Tony name? Orlando? Tony Orlando and Don. That's right. So
1: he legally
0: made sure he. No, 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 no. It. They, they, they. Someone, I guess, the record company or okay. whatever. Uh, made it so that that song would never you could never make another song wow. with that title so that's it's very that's very interesting on that right so but he has a song the song is banging we're gonna be talking about that uh let's see what else we're gonna be talking about um talking about Bowden talking about that then we're gonna talk about uh crazy d's mm-hmm. crazy work ethic okay. as far as Producing films concerned. Listen, I was going through because I was searching some videos on YouTube to get some titles because I was uh, doing some uh, some typing and I wanted to get some titles on my videos. Okay. And when I typed in LordlandFilms.com in the in the search engine, it's oh, endless. Yeah. It's endless entries Pages. of things. And I said yeah. I didn't know that I was Worked this so prolific. <laughs> like it goes all the way back from. Yeah. 07 all the way up to today i mean it's like incredible And when you see it it's like and then when you watch it sound right picture right uh it's just something where people will live on forever after we're all gone and new as new technology comes out it will be transferred over to that new technology so that that's something, and, we, and that goes along with people being seen, her recognized yeah. and appreciated, yeah. and why we do this. You yeah. know what I mean? So we're gonna start with. Uh, we were gonna start with Grass Is Greener, but we let me to start tell you with something. Bolden. We have to start with Bolden because yes. Bolden is such a yeah. great film. Let's it run is. through the cast real quick.
1: Well, first of all, when we saw the trailer, so. When you get a chance, definitely check out the trailer um for Bolden. Mm-hmm. It is starring Gary Carr. Gary Carr. Who we are familiar with him because of the show Deuces on HBO.
0: The Deuce. The Deuce. The
1: Deuce. That's I right.
0: And Deuces. that's that's the Mag Deuce. Maggie Gillenhall. Yes.
2: Yeah, who, yeah.
0: who plays uh <laughs> she's a hooker yeah. that gets into the porn business yeah. and somehow she's just so delightful yeah. and beautiful yeah. Yeah. that you know everybody likes her and then she fights to become a film a producer not right. only just an actress right. but a producer so on the goes deuce on.
1: yeah there's multiple storylines so multiple you have that Maggie Jillian Hall storyline mm-hmm. the and then you producer. have the storyline with the uh, businessman and I cannot think of the actress name cause actually it's his baby it's his show
2: which is um, um
1: that is uh oh so boy he up. is the i expected to talk about both and i expect to break it right up. right, right. We so now i have to look it. up
0: <laughs> yeah but we'll figure that out but that is uh that is a great show and uh car plays one of the uh yeah. pimps along with method man yeah. method man is a pimp in it yes and um a few other uh, choice names, even yes. what's his name in the James, first season, James
1: Franco. James show. Franco, right, right. Uh-huh. But see, what grabbed our attention is, uh, well, first of all, like you said, Method Man is on the mm-hmm. show, right? Mm-hmm. And then you said Black Thought, right, is mm-hmm. on the show, right. um, as well as so many other great black actors. Um, it grabbed our attention when we saw the previews. We was like, look at all these black actors. We have to see it. And then so it's just so many storylines going on. The businessman James Franco, and then you have Gary Carr. He's one of the uh, pimps, and but it's different types of pimps. It's interesting. Some yeah. of them are like really book readers, and and it's not like a, the traditional. It's not, a, pimp not a stereotypical. Yeah, it's not type like thing. that. It's it, it's.
0: They're well flushed out characters yeah. that have a desire yeah. to push through. Right. And this is what you find in right. this film, yeah. called Bowden.
1: Yeah, because when we saw the Deuce, the person that stood out on the show. Is Gary Carr That's because right. of his acting, and we mm-hmm. discussed this in like previous episodes mm-hmm. when we reviewed The Deuces. Yeah. And he was the, we said he was the breakout star. Yeah. So it's funny how, you know, and it was refreshing to see the trailer starring Gary Carr. Now, no, you because know, his Gary, acting is superb. You no, know,
0: Gary Carr is interesting because I was doing some research on him, and I don't know if he's ADOS or not because he was in down, uh, Downtown Abbey. Oh the uh, Yeah, 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 Down Abbey. Oh, and then they, you say, but they, seen an I you know, I wonder why they pronounce it Downton Abbey when it's downtown Abbey. Mm-hmm. But he was in that and you know mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but his acting is great Sorry. and actually He acts using his um eyes. That's right, he acts using yeah. his eyes and his facial expression. But you know, I did some research on the film after we saw it and come to find out, Kevin Mackey. Was but due to uh, scheduling and time conflicts and delays on the film being shot and uh, all that, Kevin Mackey dropped out of the project and they recast him. Oh, right. So, you know, you never know now what it would would have been like with Kevin Mackey, but that's water under the bridge because this is a beautifully
1: beautifully shot shot. film and
0: told film. The storytelling on it. is incredible we have to say that and also there is one other person that was supposed to be in the film Mm -hmm.
2: uh,
0: who passed Nelson Mm -hmm. Ellis who Mm -hmm. you know him from uh, from uh, the vampire movie with the fang bangers Oh, he was uh, the brother, okay. In 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 the restaurant,
1: okay. Yeah.
0: Um, I can't think of on their HBO. name uh, on HBO with uh, Sookie and all of them, right? Yeah. Uh, but True he Blood. Pa- True right. Blood, right?
1: Hey Melvin. Hey
0: Melvin, thanks for chiming in and watching. So he was supposed to play the manager, oh, in the film, oh, okay. right? Okay. But he passed, yeah. and you know. Hi,
1: Isha Goins. I hope yeah. I didn't mispronounce your name.
0: Listen, she works Sorry. with people so that, you know, the cannabis situation can be totally explained out to the people. So, stay tuned because we're going to be gotcha. talking about the Grass is Greener yeah. movie with uh, produced yep. by Fab Five Freddy. Yes. We're going to be talking about that. But right yep. now, we're talking about
1: Bolden, Bolden
0: yep. about the man who was credited with uh, creating jazz. Yeah,
1: the pioneer of New Orleans jazz.
0: Mm-hmm. Charles Joseph Bolden, Buddy Bolden, right? Now, the film opens up, and it opens up with a photo shoot of Charles Bolden. He has his bowler hat on, and he's uh, getting uh, his picture taken. But then it flashes to 1931. And it's 1931, and you see it, it seems like it's some kind of asylum. Yeah. An insane yeah. asylum. Yeah. And as the camera moves through the hallways, yeah. it comes across a man right. with his uh, head down, right, uh, which is a, a silhouette of him, a yeah. uh, profile. Right. And he's sitting there, and, and he seems out of it, right? And so you don't see him. You don't see who it is right. at first. Then, it, it cuts to a a nurse yeah. who's working at a black nurse. And she's sitting there, and she turns on a radio program, mm-hmm. and who is on the other end of the radio other than Louis
1: yep. Armstrong. Armstrong.
0: Yes. And he's there and he's at the height of his yeah. situation, and then so they cut to Louis Armstrong. He's right. dressed to his nines, right. and it opens up in the yeah. and the announcer for the radio station. Yeah. Now there's two announcers that are like in the studio, mm-hmm. off to the side, and they're announcing that it's getting ready to start. Everybody's happy. So the announcer who announces at the venue where Louis Armstrong is playing says, "I'm not going to." Uh, introduced no never over the radio and then he walks off but as the door opens Louis uh, as he's walking out to walk out and you see an audience out in the uh, out there on the lawn because there's an audience on the inside then there's an outside audience of a majority black and then there's some poor whites mixed in
1: That was beautifully. That shot was beautifully too. done. The, the mic, works. the mic
0: tilt tilters back yes. and forth, and then you see a black hand come in, yeah. grab the mic, and say, "Well, ladies and gentlemen." Yes, and the crowd goes. And crazy. this is Louis Armstrong, and, like and I'm glad to everybody be here. I'd like to crazy. thank, uh, hello, to all my people on right. the outside, right, and all the people on the inside. See, right. Louis Armstrong made the distinction, my people. Yes. On the outside, and all the people on the inside. Because black people
1: weren't allowed in the club. They
0: weren't allowed to, but he knew where his bread and butter was, right?
1: So, as you know, so as Louis Armstrong is speaking, the prejudice, racist announcer sees all these people um, applauding. Applauding. The the people on the inside, the white people, the black people on the outside applauding, and he just looks. What like somebody stuck a balloon, a, a pen in a balloon, deflated.
0: Deflated, because he thought that this action, th- 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 throwing out right. the N word, was gonna Please. make people stop and the whole audience and everything erupted right. inside and out. Right. By the time you come to the inside, the people are out their seats, which yes. is all white audience standing yeah. by the bandstand, yeah. standing by the stage, waiting yeah. for Louis Armstrong. Armstrong right. To play.
1: So the white people gave Louis Armstrong more love. Then this racist guy who thought he was so important that I'm not going to introduce this nigger. Well, you know what? <laughs> he, was, people, he was more
0: important. But, but, right, but all the time, him. we must remember that right. they still love segregation. Yeah. And no matter how much it's they love black music, they still do. crazy to see this in
1: the film. Because, right. of course, this film, it, it takes place in New Orleans, right? Mm-hmm. So... All of this just beautiful jazz going on throughout this film, and these different clubs, and then you see the segregation. But it's like, okay, so you want to listen to these artists, and then they invited them in their homes. You know, they were sent. You know, they would invite them to play in their homes for different events. But I mean, it's just, it was, yeah
0: okay so let's go through some of the things before Ugh. we go on telling the story yeah cause this is so, a good film so and we Sh- had
1: to first of all we had to rush out and see this film mm-hmm. because it's in limited release yeah, limited and it's release. an independent we, film we, so we order. had to like so, look, hurry up and so, see this film before they
2: snatched so it so Shani the said hey Hey
1: Shining.
2: Jackie said hello Hi, Jackie.
0: Emmett Foster said what's up hey, Emmett. Emmett said my brother thank you for the love that's when we were talking earlier about where he appeared on the record right uh Joe W. Williams said, keep uplifting one another. Kingdomwood.com. He gave yep. his website, shameless plug. No problem about that. <laughs> uh, uh, Franklin G. said, good looking. Hey, Franklin. Uh, must have been talking about okay. the Bolden film. Yes, great uh, film. Joe W. Williams says, loving the energy. Yep. Then when we were talking about copyright infringement, he said infringement to finish the word for me. Uh, Check out my sit, my new single, Emmett Foster Says. Wedding reception available on Tidal, Spotify, Pandora, Apple Music, and any other musical digital outlets. See more. his voice is
1: beautiful, so check it out.
0: Hit me on Facebook under Emmett Foster, Twitter, and Instagram at EMDiggy. Two one three, M Diggy two one three, but E M. Okay, got that. And then Emma Foster said, "Just pulled Bolden up, about to check it out." All right, so let's go on. So this is what you see, and all of a sudden, when Louis Armstrong starts to play, Louis Armstrong begins to play one of Bolden's songs, and it automatically wakes the man up that right. you see in the assailant sign him up cuz it's coming through her her radio right is right next to a vent yes and you know those old style vents were open and so it passed through the vent so the sound passed through the vent right beautifully shot yes the way that they tell this story yes. and he gets up and he starts to move around yeah. and what you find out well we won't say that i'll say that closer to it as i go yeah. through because we're only going to give you a little bit because yeah. we want you to see the film so he wakes up and he starts to move around yeah. and as he moves around there's dampness in the assan asylum so yes. you see water on the floor it yeah. could be something else but let's just say it's water and as you as he's walking you see this this silhouette of a man yeah. who is older right. but as you walk through the water you see the two images and you see him in the water as a younger man with a bowler hat on yeah. and as he moves through and this movie is told yeah through Flashback, it is yeah. beautifully shot. Yes. Usually, they tell you you have to, the action has to happen on the screen in real time, meaning wow. it's not going to happen in flashback. Yeah. This whole film is told through flashback, it's told through images, yeah. and the dialogue is there, but it is limited. It yeah. is beautifully shot. Is. So, as he goes on, Louis Armstrong begins to play. Now, this is based. Mm-hmm. On true accounts. Yes. Because Louis Armstrong performed, and he then he talks about yeah. uh, Bolden. Yes. And as the songs are being played, Bolden begins to scream. Yeah. And yeah. the nurse comes, and then just as the nurse comes into the room, yeah. you find out that he's actually confined in a room. Right. And it's actually his mind. Yeah. And it's a metaphor of using the corridors of the institution to represent him walking through the corridors of his mind. Beautifully shot. When I tell you beautifully shot, beautifully shot, the way that they move him through the corridors of his mind in the asylum and then it cuts to the flashback in what would be considered his timing of the past, real time, and it cuts, he'll turn and he'll cut into the scene. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful yeah. transitions yeah. in this film, this you know. Not new. using white, not yeah. This is a new like style. This is like Idle Wild, yeah, diff- different than Idle but different. how Idle Wild was right. new at the time, new. right? And now people are using that style, right. This style of and we will new. see this. This yeah. is where filmmaking is going. going. Yeah. We can tell you. This yeah. is where filmmaking is going. Yeah. We had to tell you. So, he's screaming and then the, the nurse comes in and you right. find out he's confined in a room with yeah. a steel door with gray. Right. Gray, right. Grade, right? And Louis Armstrong says, when I was a child, uh, I saw a man playing his coronet, yeah. and he was playing the most sorrowful yeah. of blues, and he said, why are you playing so sorrowful of blues on your coronet? And he said, they took away the king. Mm-hmm. He said, the king? Right. Who's the king? The king? Right. Well, who's the king? He said, uh, Buddy Bolden. They, yes. they took the king away. So now, the film shows you the injustice yeah. of what what is the standard injustice yeah. for black people
2: yeah.
0: in this country. Right. When black people create something right. that has the potential to not only galvanize yeah. themselves right. but also and move the people but also yes. bring other people around that could bring about a connection of unity that could not possibly could not be stopped there are always people who are the powers that be that want to see that particular person it's like what J. Edgar Hoover said about the black messiah this is a this is a running theme throughout the through line of us being here in uh, North America, some of us already being here as the original natives, and then those who were who came over in the Atlantic slave trade, right? So, because he's there, uh, because he's there, and, and something happens, and it's actually, as usual, yes. the the Irish police yeah. the patty rollers right. causing a situation because there's a man who stands up outside of the right. venue where Bolden is playing he says we are here to right. talk about the movement to right. go back to Africa right. that's what he was talking about right. so obviously he was somewhat probably a precursor to Garveyism yeah. right? And so he was talking about going back because there was uh, uh, organizations ever since Thomas Jefferson mm-hmm. that was trying to figure out a way to move people back, and some people fell into that, mm-hmm. and some people did end up going back to Liberia. Mm-hmm. You have to go research that for. So this movie not only tells you mm-hmm. about this, but it's 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 connecting, right. it's connectivity, it's connecting times, mm-hmm. it's connecting. W.E. Beat the Boys, Marcus Garvey, Booker T yeah. is connecting all this. You don't see these people in the film, but you see the the people who are affected by these yeah. movements, right? Yeah. And so he stands there, then the cops come and they start to beat him up and yeah. beat up anybody who was standing there around there. Then yeah. they blame it on him and say it's a riot. Meanwhile, and
1: he's inside performing. He performing. doesn't know what's going on.
0: But what what's funny about the inner cutting right. is that as The violence that's going on outside he then becomes sporadic on the trumpet. And it's beautiful intercutting to tell the story. The story of his manager and himself and the parallel. They use a lot of parallelism in this piece. Beautifully shot. So you have to see this film. boldly, right? Now um, there's a There's quite a few scenes, right? But it explains so many things. I want to make sure that I stay on. I want to make sure I stay. I want to hit every point here. Because we're
1: telling you certain things. Right, but we're not going to tell you everything. Because we don't want to spoil it for you. Because this is like one of the best films. One of the best
0: films. We're going to put this up as far as best film up with Yardie. Yeah, for different reasons. Yeah, but for some of the and same we reasons. Yeah, Yardi. Yardi. So you yeah. can go back and watch Excellent. that an episode when you see yeah. Yardi. Yeah. There was produced, written by uh, uh, Idris I- Alba. Idris Elba. You yeah. have to see that film too. Right. It's probably not in theaters anymore because again, that's a limited release. Right. But have you noticed that when films come out that tell the truth about something, right. it seems to be something where the people don't want you to hear the truth because in all good films there's parallelism not only the parallelism within the storyline but it's parallel to what's happening in the society today and what you learn is that society today Mm -hmm. the European Americans today will often say they're sorry for something that happened 50 to 75 years ago but same thing is happening in contemporary time and they're not willing to say that they're sorry or to make changes then so it's always a 50 to 100 year right. retardation it's like they take a playbook right. 1865 Right. it took 100 years until 1965 for there right. to be a civil rights bill mm-hmm. like it was in 1865 they right. would have The teeth to it, which had the military, the the National Guard involved in it to enforce it. So it's always a 50 to 100 year retardation to hold people back. And the whole purpose is, like what the film illustrates is, as the one character, which is Judge Perry, played by Ian uh, McShane. McShane, right he also plays uh, in American Guys, Gods. He yeah. loves Mr. playing Mr. Wednesday. On, yeah, he, yeah, he likes
1: playing around black characters and he plays he around yeah, yeah, right. So, I'm going to so, jump back real quick okay, to uh, Yardi. Uh-huh. Um, uh, it's just Alba, he directed it mm-hmm. and he did camera work on it. Yeah. Um, it was a book based on, um, written by Jamaican born British writer Victor Headley. Okay, okay.
0: Alright, so he's so he tells uh he tells both he said why would we Mm
2: -hmm.
0: why would we allow you to have something that could possibly make you as on the same level as us right Right? Right. why would we do that right so this is probably based on the research of researching and finding out what Judge Perry actually believed yeah you know what I mean so you're sitting there and you're watching this and what you find is the manager Mm -hmm. is like many people so the parallelism between the manager and Bolden is Bolden is trying to advance his career the manager is trying to advance because this is the time of Jack Johnson also right and so he's trying to advance his career and he has a certain type of brawling Uh, Situation which you see now in WWE, yeah, right, and you see it in the cage matches that you see now. They couldn't understand it, but now they understand it, right? So he had a different type of thing, and it was mostly entertainment for uh, black people, but then he wanted to move it and he was going to meet with the Iron character and the guy named uh, Rooker. Which is uh, the person who plays that character Yeah Michael uh, Rooker yeah. plays another character Pat McMurphy Pat McMurphy yeah. See that's Irish right yeah. And so Right He goes and he meets with So as you see So you right. see They're telling you through images And right. through the story Here's a man who right. is the rich one Right Here's an Irish man that's right. trying to do what's necessary to get in where he fits in, so he can try to get there, just like the Irish the did with the patty petty, so petty Then the manager is trying to elevate his status, right. and when he gets there, he's doing all right. He's yeah. managing Bolden, he's getting him more shows. Yeah, he's but a his vulture whole, too. But his whole thing is he wants to get Bolden mm-hmm. in front of white audiences. He thinks that once he gets him in front of white audiences, right. that his career will be so much better, right. more than being in the honky tonks or, right. or, or or whatever, right. uh, the juke joints, not honky tonk tonks or are, are white yeah, juke,
2: juke joints. joints. Right.
0: And being in the juke joints, it's better for them right. to be with the whites. And so you even find him taking jobs that he gets right. him and they all, where, where they are just playing ragtime, right. uh, juke- watered down. Milk toast right. versions of the music, and of right? course,
1: they all want to get their hands on his music.
0: They want to get his hands on, his right. music. So what? So, what? So and they also want to get in there and horrible. kill the possible yeah. up upliftment of, of black, black people, people through music. Yeah. So when he goes there, he talks to him, and the first thing that the guy does is wants to find out if he's trustworthy. Mm-hmm. So then they elevate. His fighting, brawling people, yeah. which are all black men fighting and brawling each other, into from going from all black audiences. The guy, the, the Patrick guy, tells him, Uh, oh, we're gonna do this, but no niggers. And so now, when they come up from out the floor to fight, you see nothing but white men in there right. and their betting and everything. So they right. took the betting. Possibilities away from black people mm-hmm. and just put it with them so they could exchange money, right? And so once they find out that he's trustworthy like that, the next thing they do mm-hmm. is they introduce heroin into the clubs. Before the clubs, the people were just coming there to, yeah, dance. and
1: you see this because again, the film is beautifully done, mm-hmm. so you see with the lifestyle. Of the was people. of the people in the community right. prior to the drugs. That's right. And then once the drugs mm-hmm. are introduced mm-hmm. to the community, then you visually see like the, the physical the changes, der- the decline, the change, that's right. right, the the
0: the the layback. So they basically did it for twofold by what the story tells you. They do it one to take away yeah. the the upward. Possible possibility of upward mobility yeah. the agency yeah. of black people they do that to take it away so they have heroin right. and so they introduce heroin in and he is more than happy to do it right. he gets his dealer boys to start going on yeah. but what happens is it turns and so he's not only a person who has brawling right. but he's also a man who does um he has ladies of the evening,
1: right? Right. And his his uh his wealth is shown by his attire. He's walking yeah. around in his, his big fur coat,
0: right? 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 He's and his his hat, Godfather had and all that. Right. So he, a, of
1: course, so he's standing out from the other black man in the community. Right. He
0: stands out because of his clothing right. and everything. So they do. And what so do. what happens is it messes up because one of his hookers gets Bowden and hooked and he almost and dies goes, like Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. And then it goes downhill from there. Right. So this is what you see in this film, right? right? And the film is just so like I said before, beautifully shot. Right. Beautifully narrated. Right. It tells this story. Right. It shows you that Every time people are upward mobile, they will right. release drugs right. into the community. And it's kind of like what you see now happening with the the marijuana. Right. Right? And so we want you to go see Yeah, you Bolden. know what? First right.
1: of all I have to say, um, the music is um, performed and arranged by Winton Marsalis. So the music is beautiful on the film. So what really grabbed my attention and what so you know we really, just like Black History Month we heard of Louis Armstrong and Duke Ellington and speaking of Duke Ellington he uh, because we did research after seeing the film watching the film. Mm-hmm. Um, he also uh, did a tribute to Bolden as well. Um, he was well known and still is in the jazz community throughout the world they um, did a tribute to him in over in um Britain as well um in Ireland so he's well known so when we learned about him hey little black when, hey, we, what's going on, Le when black we learned about we're yeah when we learned about um he's a great poet right yeah when we learned about uh Bolden and saw that preview we had to go see him we
0: had to go see him
1: so okay but the thing about it was stood out as like all of the Bolden is this great musician right Great musician. so then he's dealing with a lot it's well written he's dealing with his manager who supposedly in a weird type of way has his best interests at heart looking at kinda him
0: as a commodity
1: right and um and then on the other hand he's dealing with these um two different races white men mm. who are out to destroy his life as well as his career right. right? So, all of this, in the midst of this crazy storm, he has a mental illness that he's,
0: he's dealing with.
1: Dealing with, right? Which is... So, which all of this, I mean, it's just a beautiful film. Well done. And your heart really, really goes out to Bolden Because it's just like so sad, you know? Yeah, it's sad. It's, just, it's, a, it's, it's sad. a sad It's a sad film. story that
0: seems to play over and over yeah. again. but. So, like I told you, they used the drugs for twofold. First, they wanted to stop the upward mobility. How do you stop the upward mobility, get the female, the black female, hooked on it, and then you can also use them sexually. And this is what you see in the film, because the character, the Judge Perry character says, destroy the soul, and you destroy the man. Right, and he's, yep that's right now, what's funny oh you
1: know hold on I left out another thing mm-hmm. this is another part of the film this is a great film now in the midst of Baldwin dealing with all of this treachery going on around him and all he wants to do is play and perform his music again while battling mental illness back then they didn't have a, a, a definition for it back then they said it was a form of dementia but today it's a uh, term schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. So he's dealing with being cuz he uh it hit him like it hit him hard. So the schizophrenia. So he was slowly you Coming know out
2: of his, Yeah. He was it.
1: slowly working through it, but with all of the insanity around him and dealing with the racism and dealing with uh his life being threatened and just dealing with just all this craziness and then when the drugs was introduced into his system now mind you all these years he had been doing fine just doing this music but when they pushed the drugs into the community through his manager I'm telling you this is crazy crazy film and once it hits and, he's it, seeing and, and yeah, he's seeing this and then once he takes this drug it just it and heightened everything so it took him from being kind of like a depressed, bipolar-type personality, but he was still functioning, right? Once this drug was introduced into his system, the schizophrenia, like, it just totally kind of overtook him. So it's just like, all within all this craziness, there's a black um, musician named George Bake, right? Mm-hmm. So he trusts this... Black musician, uh, Creole musician. He's Creole, right? So, which makes he, him
0: think that he's
1: he thinks better. he's better than Bolden because right. he comes from a, uh, a musical family. He plays the clarinet as well as educators in his family. So they're a, a, a class of Creole who feel that they're better than the the uh, the class of people Bolden came from in his community. Uh, so Bolden thinks this guy is a friend, but meanwhile this guy is trying to, to steal, steal his style, his, his, style, his happened, music. Wait, he's trying to get Bolden because Bolden never per- wrote his music.
0: Yeah, he didn't. And the guy,
1: yeah, and the guy kept pushing the issue. You don't write your stuff. So how do you remember this? How are you able to perform all of these songs? So he's looking at how huge Bolden is in his community and and, and how well loved he is. So he's trying to figure out a way to get Bolden to get his music on record, on recording, so he can still it.
0: That's right. And, and, and so and I mean, also just... also he will play melodies with his chord, with his clarinet. Right and then he will watch Bolden's phrasing yes on his coronet right. so he could learn how to play because he was right. more classically trained yes. and they played a more watered down more toast right. version of ragtime right. Right? right and so he didn't know how to actually play it right. but as he watched yes. and it's beautifully shot it's the way they used his yes. eyes you can tell treachery the treachery, the treachery they there, in on is his eyes. there and you and, see him yeah. watching him and yeah. he's trying to figure out his phrasing so yeah. he can Learn the phrases yeah. and he figured if I can write it right. and know the phrases, right. I can just emulate it. Yes. Because I'm not the originator of it, but I'll steal right. it. Right. And so that and Which is so
1: sad because Bolton let his uh, guards down for this did. man. He's like another black jazz musician, you right. know?
0: Another person who and, had a style because he did have a nice flavor with the right. clarinet right. once when he was doing it, but right. he was really emulating because right. he didn't know it, but. He just felt that he could do it better once yeah. he wrote it down. Now, it's funny about Duke Ellington mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> is that Duke Ellington and uh, Buddy Bolden as well as Louis Armstrong mm-hmm. would have been contemporaries. Right? Because Buddy Bolden died at 54 right, on November hey, 4th Clinton. in November 4th, 1931. What's going on, Quinn? Thanks yeah. for chiming in. Yeah. Uh, he died uh November mm-hmm. 4th, 1931, a couple of weeks after hearing the Louis Armstrong uh, uh, presentation, right? Mm-hmm. So this is all documented, so this is based on true events, yes. right? So they, if he was not locked in the same asylum, these three men would have been contemporaries. Right. You know, and it, it, just think of the music right. that was missed because he wasn't there, but people took his inspiration and right. kept going with it.
1: And then this, when you go see this film, because we're not going to tell you, but the treachery, and you see why they put this man, at the young age of 30, in a freaking insane asylum.
0: What's going on to Artist D? I see he checked hey, in. Hey, um,
1: crazy.
0: Duke Ellington and Bubber Miley
2: mm-hmm.
0: produced a song in 1927 called Black and tan fantasy if you have never heard black and tan fantasy Mm -hmm. Duke Ellington back in 1927 was telling us Mm -hmm. that we were black and that we were tan so in other words he was saying the black beautiful sister and then the red bone yellow bone or, or the mulatto right fair-skinned black woman is tan so black and tan fantasy and when you listen to the phrasings of the record and what they and what they're saying to you through the music is how beautiful the black woman is he was telling you that you were black back in 1927 right you just weren't listening that you were tan right White folks, uh, European Americans, don't tan. Yeah, they
1: took over the terminology. They like to say tan. They don't
0: tan. They burn. Okay? So, let's let's be truthful. That is burning. That is not tanning. That's burning. We are black and tan. Right? The black woman, black and tan fantasy. And when you listen to this, and then they made a movie a couple of years later in 1929 called Black and Tan Fantasy about Duke Ellington and his wife on screen. Uh, Miss Washington, I forget her first name, but mm-hmm. they're talking, and she has a terminal illness mm-hmm. and she ends up falling out mm-hmm. as they get their big break. And then that's where you hear wh- why you hear mm-hmm. the um, death march at the beginning and the end of the song. That's what that means. It's about uh, loss of possibilities, right? And then in, in 2015, the film was preserved by the Library of Congress. So mm-hmm. you see, when you get... So here's a man who was born in D.C., which is uh, uh, Duke Ellington, mm-hmm. on April 29th, 1899. Right?
1: Towards the Right? He's
0: born then. <laughs> right. And he's able to push through and come into talkies in 29, right. already, you know, composing music that stands the test of time, Right. right? He's only 22 years different than Bolden. Bolden was born in 1877. Mm -hmm. So they would have been contemporaries. Right. And then Louis Armstrong was born in 1901. And you know that Louis Armstrong and uh, Duke Ellington are contemporaries. They even have an album together. Right. Right. What's going on, Edward? (laughs) Thanks for chiming in. Hey,
2: Edward.
0: You know, so... They're contemporaries. So these people would have been contemporaries at the time. Now, it's funny about Duke Ellington because my wife took a um,
1: a jazz
2: appreciation
0: appreciation class to go along with her degree.
1: Years ago.
0: Years ago, right? And so, you know, here I am a person in music that knows about measures and bars. And so they had something where you had to take a jazz record. Right. Was it of your well, choice? Or well, yeah, did they, so or of course I sign?
1: chose, of course I chose black Duke, jazz musicians. Uh-huh. And Duke, I chose the Duke, Duke Ellington. Right. To A-Train, right, right, right. So A-Train
0: is a complicated, structured song because right, right in the middle of the song, right. Duke Ellington right. re- starts the song with the first original eight bars right so but if you're not listening to it you think that it's just the regular count and it's going right so it starts out right but then in the middle of it it comes back again before he takes you it's like taking you on a journey like here's the first stop right uh, at, you you start at a stop and then you move in but here's the train starting at another stop right. before it goes on to its main destination and he takes it and progresses the song within it, it within the prog- natural progressions of the song right so I laid it out for because you would have to stand up in the class yeah. as the song played we and laid out the bar counts right? right the the measures and the bar counts right so my wife did it right and right. so the teacher yeah. went back right. and played the song, and right next to hers, did it again. He had never heard right. yeah. the eight bar. Right. Uh, I'm gonna call it retread, but it's a it's right. a it's a reformulation before he goes on and right. takes the train on his own destination. Right. Beautiful. If you know measures and uh, if you know measures and bar counting of right. music. Matter of fact, I taught all of my rappers bar counts how to count bars. How to count eight intro, but now it's 12 bars, it used to be 16, it used to be, used to be uh, eight, 16, eight, 16, eight, you know, but now it's it, it breaks down different. Sometimes it's even just four for the opening, 12 bars, four or eight, then 12, and then that's the end of the song with the closing, right? So it's more like two minutes and some seconds. Whereas hip hop used to be four minutes and some seconds, three verses, of 16, and then eight bar counts, three three counts of eight bars for the hook, right? For right. the opening hook. Right. And sometimes you would have closing music if you want to expand. Right. But usually four minutes and some seconds, right? Okay. So he got up there and he redid it and he looked at oh, her right. and said, <laughs> Very good, and you know, and what did you get? He didn't realize that because he hadn't counted it. Right, you see what I'm saying? Right, and didn't realize that there was a recalculation that Duke Ellington did. Which was showing you the travel of the train. Beautiful! If you have never listened to A-Train, if you have never listened to Black and Tan Fantasy, you have to listen to that because in the music, you hear it. You hear the beauty of the black woman in Black and Tan Fantasy. You hear it. You hear where he's going with it, and you will enjoy it. That's what I love about... That music and it is timeless and it is a through line like Oscar Micheaux. Right. It's a through line like the artistic yeah. piece that is bold and It's a through line. And yeah. what did you get in that class? Oh right and yeah, then that was the closing that was yeah. a closing thesis so yeah and,
1: I, yeah and then I had also did was something else I did, Bessie Smith like I covered like a lot of people I mean I was the only black like, person in the class so I was going to represent my people Represent right the people. so the teacher he really enjoyed when I did the, the Duke Ellington one because I guess he hadn't heard because everybody was just of course focusing on their culture Kenny G you know right you know they were focusing on their culture so he was excited when I cover you know black musicians but anyway, so with this bolding, you know, so when we saw the trailer, I'm like, okay, we have to go see this. And like I said, you definitely have to go see this film. That's why we had to jump out and see it, because it's limited release. We're trying to throw in a lot does of... And it not, it will not be in the theater. Yeah, part. it won't
0: be in theaters, because it's telling too much truth. But, and it's too much parallelism. Not right. only the parallelism in the film, but the parallelism to today. Right. And it sets you up to let you know now. Yeah. in the film there's certain gems in the film that you cannot overlook like right. while black people created Memorial Day yes they did
1: yes that's in the film that's in the we, film yes
0: and we created Memorial Day for the black soldiers who, yes. who died yes. in the Civil War that's what it was made for people yes. we made that right mm-hmm. it was co-opted because right. the at the same time the racists right. the eugenicsists. right the white supremacists right. created a holiday that ran parallel, yeah. right? right? And so as people forget, they were able to co-op it and turn it into mem- Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. And you know what they do? They only see, and when you watch TV, you right. only see the white soldiers. Right. This is not by, this is not by uh, happenstance. Right. This is by planning. Yeah. They said, okay, we called it Memorial Day. They were calling there something else Confederate yeah. Day, yeah. Confederate March Day, yeah. whatever. And they took Memorial Day away yeah. from us yeah. and put it so that's why we have we have barbecues. Yeah. They have picnics. And they took it away in Memorial Day. So when you watch TV, you don't see any black soldiers being interviewed for the most part, right? right? And we forget that it was ours. We created that, right? right? So that's one thing. I want to also say that Bowden was happening between 1900 and 1907. Louis Armstrong was born in 1901. You see how people pass through. Have you ever looked at like a graph of all the presidents of the United States and you will see that they overlap, that they live in the same time period. So that's why this sickness can keep going. And the reason why we need to know our history better is our important people overlap even more than theirs. And it pushes a through line that we can use to overcome but it's always been broken up like taking different things away so you don't know what's going on now the last part before we do the rating right. about Bolden is mm-hmm. the artistic yeah. nature yeah. of the film Right. the beauty that they show of the black woman in this film yeah beautifully done. There's a birth sequence in oh, this film. Oh, yeah. This yeah. intercut. Yeah. This intercutting this white. within chaos. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which shows you the chaos of what it is to be to be black, a black body in this American society. Then and still even now.
1: She gave birth alone.
0: Alone, but she Yo. gave birth to the child. Yes. Like, Played yeah. by
1: actress Yaya DaCosta.
0: That's right. That's right. So, uh, I'm going to put it up with the artistic aspects of it. It, it kind of reminds you of Beloved,
2: yeah.
0: right? Okay. Uh, I would say even it's musicality, musicality, School Days. I'll I give it because Spike Lee made a musical in movies. School Days. If you did, haven't watched School Days, I don't know what's going on. More, better blues,
2: too. More yes. better blues. More
0: Better Blues. Color Purple. It is definitely in an element, like Color Purple comes later, it comes in Mm -hmm. the 30s, maybe 40s, but we're going but this, so there's a through line that happens in between the 1901 Mm -hmm. up through the 40s, and then the 50s kind of changes it as black music starts to take over and then they come in with rock and roll to take a term that was used in rhythm and blues. Right. Louis Jordan rock and roll and, and take it to try to go on. Then the British invasion came with Motown. Right. So it was a through line. Motown was coming. They was getting right. ready to break what was called the quote unquote color line. Right. Then the British invasion came and they said let's bring the Beatles in. Right. And then the rest of the time. And then wait a minute. And remember with what? the Beatles came okay. the psychedelic drugs. See see the through yeah, line. Yeah
1: and okay so really okay so before we saw this movie of course they're showing previews so they're getting ready to push this other lie or this other narrative mm-hmm. I can't even think of the name of this stupid documentary or but I can't even think of the, remember the name of the, the group it's a well known group uh rock and roll band. What's going
0: on? with Frank White chiming in. Thanks for hey, chiming Frank in. White.
1: So it's rock and then so this is what they say in the previews, you know, in the trailer before the film Bolden starts. Okay, in rock and roll, half of rock and roll was created by white people, and the other half of rock and roll was created by black people. Thumbs and down. I'm like, okay, so they're getting ready to try to change the narrative and say that white people created rock and roll, huh? Because this is where are we going with this. Right, just like they said that white people created jazz.
0: Right, they try, They're, they're on, trying
1: on to trying to say rewrite, rewrite right. history. When actually but they were anyway. playing,
0: they were playing. Which was worse than the ragtime yeah. that actually uh, Scott Joplin right. created ragtime. Right. So they were taking that from him and yeah. trying to roll with it, but it was so milk toast and right. so dry, and even there's imagery when he's playing that right. music just to make a buck that right. his manager got for him right. that the room is lily white. Right. The dresses are Lily white, and the women that are sitting there drinking their tea and right. eating their whatever whatever they're eating right. uh, pastries or whatever right. they're so dumpy and oh grumpy. yeah, so the the, the way they, they did the
1: that, truth. the lighting, or the way yeah. they introduced it. yeah, it, it was, was so milk
0: toast and yeah, so dry. Good. But then when you get to the when you get to the Instances where the black people are together and right. they're dancing in the juke joint, yeah. you see, so it's like Mark Baptiste, yeah. Beautiful News. If you yeah. have never seen the book, it's a it's a coffee table book called yeah. Mark Baptiste, right. Beautiful News. It's all black women in yeah. there, and the imagery when he finds <laughs> out that his wife is pregnant, they also let you know that he was getting women pregnant all around the town, All okay. right. And this is another reason why. ...why the Judge Perry... Right. ...though he's getting women... ...black women... Uh, ...hooked on heroin... ...to use them sexually... ...he says, why should we let you be up? A- you're so immoral... ...but really you're immoral... ...because you're putting in there to make the women lose... Right? ...right? You're actually immoral... Right. ...and so he's going through this... Right. ...and this is what they're showing you... ...in this right. film, right? right. And yep. they use these elements... Of the women and the what I told you before, right. beloved and the Mark Baptiste, right. beautiful news. The yeah. way that they shoot it is artistic. low key, yeah. artistic, beautiful yeah. work. Kind of like yeah. the work I was doing with the yeah. original
1: Black Ice stuff. Yeah.
0: You know, the artistic yeah. news that and i model was shooting, stretch right? Techniques model too. stretch techniques. Yep. So you know, but wait.
1: In the way like in the f- this film is so great. It's like hard to stop talking about it. Um, in the end to learn about this jazz musician and his life and it's just it's a great film, so see it. A lot of the times too just so you know, like a lot of the stuff that's limited release. They also will release sometimes on, uh, what is it, on uh, Amazon Prime. or
0: Netflix. Netflix,
1: and then with Fire Stick. Yeah. So try to search this film out to see if it's locally where you can go see it in the theater or if you can see it. um,
0: I have to give props to Reno Wilson who played Louis Louis Armstrong. Armstrong,
1: Excellent actor. I was convinced his voice. I was convinced
0: it was him. You know, he didn't totally look like Louis Armstrong, but he embodied right, Louis Armstrong. Yeah, he did. And it was just, yeah. it's just He done. Beautiful choice yeah. in actor to right. play that role. Right. And it was just the dignity yeah. that he showed that Louis Armstrong always possessed yes. throughout his whole time there. Right. He was authentically who he was. Right. He didn't try to Uh, 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 a proper up. Right. But within who he was, it was the dignity that he displayed. Beautifully done. And humble. Like the one
1: scene, just tying, it's just so much in the film. So So it's so much much that we're not telling. So much history
0: in the film. Yeah.
1: So the one scene, okay, so you talked about the racist um, judge. Judge Judge. Perry, right? The dirty guy. So before he puts Bolden basically a way for life, okay, in this insane asylum. And when he said to him, he said he would make sure that he would basically wipe him from history. No one will know about him, his music, or his, won't even know his name. I mean, this man is treacherous. So he says to him at the time, like I said, Bolden was 30, right, when they um, put him in an insane insane asylum. asylum. Okay, so that was years ago. And then you fast forward forward right uh, Louis Armstrong performing and giving props to Bolden
0: over the radio Over
1: the radio, right meanwhile Bolden hears this years later he's all great up how old do you think he was
0: then? he's 50 because he, he was uh, actually oh my gosh they had the, him looking uh, way older 50 well yeah well he had been in the the same same asylum. As- right so four. So, 54. And
1: so imagine so you fast forward all these years he's in an asylum um, he Of course, he's thinking that no one remembers him. Yeah, he's so. for, forgotten by the entire world. He's, you know, shut off from everything and everybody. And then all of a sudden, late at night, through the vents, he hears this jazz, something that he was a pioneer of. And then he hears Louis Armstrong says his name, you know? And then that's when he starts screaming, but not in a bad way. Like in a, like... They, they just to be acknowledged, just to be recognized. And then they
0: said two and weeks later
2: after yeah, that, that he broadcast, he passed, passed
1: away. Right. He- so I mean, it was just so beautifully done, and just so sad. And it was just good that he was able to, he was able to hear that. Hey, you know what? People remember you. You are loved and respected by the jazz artists out there. And what this judge did. You know was wrong and he could not uh, erase you from history the way he said that he was going to do and when he heard his name and he was just so happy and just screaming and that's when the nurse the black nurse the older black nurse started running down the corridors to check because she heard the screaming but then um when Louis Armstrong beautifully done, beautiful when he gives uh Bolden a shout out, right? When he says his name, and then the nurse she runs and checks on him, and she hears Bolden's name, and she's looking at Bolden, and, and she's hearing guy? again, she's hearing the shout out from uh Louis Armstrong, and she's looking like this is that this guy. is the guy that Armstrong is just talking, talking about. about. I mean, this movie is beautifully done. I mean, it's just it's like it's a it's a tragic story it's sad and it's just it's like it goes well done.
0: In, 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 it just goes back like what we said before about how things have to be corrected and the reason why mm-hmm. There's always a fifty to seventy five year to a hundred year retardation mm-hmm. of black people's development to be placed in their rightful place. Right. As people who were some that were already here right. when the Spaniards and the other people came. Right. But also the people who were brought over.
2: Right.
0: Right. What keeps it is as what the story tells you is right. always some people who think that being over there mm-hmm. with the European Americans will mm-hmm. somehow elevate you in what always continues
1: right.
2: to
0: happen. Right. We can go through today. We can look at the people today. We can look at right. um, people like 21 Savage. Right. right. We can look at anyone who doesn't take their stand and say, Right. We're in charge. When you see Jay-Z and Beyonce say we're right. in charge, it's because they understand. Right. They overstand so poor, the history. And P. Diddy. Right. P. Right. Diddy. He overstands. That's right. why they're so harsh and they can be done. Cents. They have no time right. Right. for people. Right. Uh, uh, say, oh, if I get under them and right. they can just get me to where I'm going. No, I'm going right. to get myself where I'm going. Right. Anyone who falls under that and right. has their hands out. Right. Thinking that somebody can be their benefactor. Right. Benefactor usually means that that person is getting some kind of sexual favor from you. That's a benefactor Uh, A person who is backing you They're going to want something in return And if you're not able to stand on your own Without need of Somebody backing you Then you're going to When they pull away from you Or when they put you in the insane asylum Or when they steal from you What was yours When they hold a cylinder Like what the judge did in In this movie And say they will never hear this They will never know that you exist as long as there are certain groups, uh, certain people within black people who choose to think that somehow the grass is greener, the money is greener, the ice is greener, the water is colder. Over there, well, shit, water too. You know what I mean? Water and ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, long as they think that it's colder over there and don't see the, the, beauty the importance of yeah. working together to get something done right this will continue to be a perpetuation right. where people later right. will be able to correct the wrong but right. it's
1: way past where the person's going right we
0: need wrongs
1: corrected now. now now like the thing with the for instance as far as like making sure that people don't try to take your legacy and the, the whole thing with 50 cents. And the Twitter thing about that guy, what, last week, or this past week,
2: mm-hmm.
1: the was one of the producers or something. The white guy was one of the producers of power, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why 50 was going at him over social media because he owed 50 cents a million dollars.
2: Yeah.
1: And 50 went, went at him. Went you know. At him. And so, and that's the thing, you know how we say, okay, black people are... Uh, So uh, I'm saying a diaspora of black people, whether you're from uh, African or American or British or Jamaican, just, you know, black people as a whole, I'm saying sometimes um, some black people are quick to attack another black person, but then they they won't uh, go head to head with a, a, a white person but a European but, American, a, a European a American. American. European. But 50 cents cuz you know how 50 cents will go in on a person. Right. But 50 cents went in on this white man just like he do everybody else. Everybody else. And equal uh, opportunity. Equal opportunity, but the thing is is uh the guy he did pay 50 cents that million dollars. He paid. <laughs> he paid. You him. understand? Right. Because it's
0: about getting right what is yours. What is yours and right. what you work for. What he
1: and for. and the way this guy tried to steal from 50 is what it's they the did same to way. Bolden, same right? Way. And then so Fast forward or or go backwards the Billboard Awards. Okay, so we see Beyonce, you know, performing. Last it, right. year, last year she did we, to Coachella, re- yeah, right. and they released it on Netflix, mm-hmm. The Homecoming. Mm-hmm. And we've seen, we saw her performance. We saw the Black Bands. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Taylor Swift last week the Billboard Awards. She comes out in the same stance as Beyonce, the hand on the hip. The little short outfit with the, the, the mm. glitter and then she has the marching bands. So the same setup as Beyonce, basically, right? So thank God social media, you know, went yeah. after and brought it to everyone's attention. But they're just so used to just stealing every damn thing. Like we can all work together and get along, but why does it have to be such treachery all the time?
0: And see, and see what it is is it's bad because we know some people whose children were actually in that drumline for her black children, right? For Taylor Swift, and, and for Taylor Swift, and it's bad because you, as a person, you don't want yeah. to turn down an opportunity, right. but then you have to look at, you have to be more aware as yeah. a person and look and say yeah. that this is maybe a user situation, yeah. and once you are used, yeah. you will be just totally discarded right. and not needed because that was just for this moment to make this moment in time for this particular right. Caucasian, mm-hmm. European American artist. And that's just the way that is. I mean, I and just, So you have to think it out and say, right. well I know that Beyonce did this right. and so I can't really do this. I have to stand on principle and right. my time, I cannot be, that's right. what the manager character, uh, right. Told you, I'm trying to right. look at the manager's name. The manager, the manager character yeah. in the movie showed you that right. you do not, you're not, you shouldn't be that desperate because what is going to come right. will
1: come to for, to you for hard work. Right. You're gonna have to work a hundred times harder. Uh, the the manager uh, character, well, his name was Bartley, played by Eric. Larray Harvey and Eric Larray Harvey killed it because he, he made me not like his character in this film. He really acted it out well.
0: He acted it out well, but see, you have to you have to work hard for yourself. Let me take right. that back. We're not gonna say you have to work hundred times or that old ten, uh, ten times harder because who are European right. Americans or Europeans to work hard to try to get to that level for right. when we're already the level. Right. We're the ones like they took Farrakhan off of Facebook and Instagram and they're probably going to cut the feed on this people because they cut the feed when they don't want they a don't want you to things. hear certain things but listen uh, they cut Farrakhan off of Instagram and Facebook right. and I, I believe that they have made a fatal mistake as far as their platform Farrakhan who was also
1: born in May he's a that's tourist right, that's to right them. and <laughs> so
0: which is that August Oak spirit right so look they made a mistake with that right. because people who are still on are still posting and making VERICOM more famous. Right. Number two is we are the ones who Facebook and Instagram they sell advertisement. Well, let's go Facebook. Facebook sells advertisement off for you being the entertainment people. If black people wholesale moved over to a whole nother platform, right. Facebook would be done because the milk toast uh, European Americans, what they write is too extreme. It's not entertaining. It's it's like seeing them in blackface. It's just a fake. You know what I mean? So if we wholesale just picked up off of Facebook and walked away, they would lose. They would lose stock shares. They would be kicked off of off out of the stock altogether because we are the entertainment. We are the entertainment, the people who do the different podcasting. And that's why I said it's so important to actually talk and say something about this because if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything and in the end when it's time for you to take your last word, you say, did I stand for something or did I just go for anything and they use hey, me Shemeika. up. Hey, right, Shamika. What's going on, Shamika? Well, uh, let's see. Um. So, look in the end, you have to stand and speak for something. And this is what this movie shows. The manager was too wanting to do it. The whole situation with Taylor Swift and we knew some people whose children were in that drumline with Taylor Swift. You got to say, you know what, this is a huge situation and no matter how I think this is going to advance my career, it can advance my career because they're using me for a purpose to go at one of my own and so in the end of the so at the end of the movie, the manager for the first time looks at Judge Perry's stained glass right. window and he notices He's a that, that he's a Confederate and it's he's a Confederate soldier. So not only did he have the Confederate there, but he had the, the who
1: pushed now this who pushed drugs in the black who community
0: heroin it's in the black judge. community to take away the upward mobility away, and the agency away from black people during that time. Right. And this is what they're doing, and every time there's a chance or opportunity for black people to raise up, they release a drug. Right. Okay?
1: He's and supposed so, to be a freaking judge. This
0: this is just a continuous situation. And did you notice they they talked about the lounges, For uh, people don't know, in Las Vegas, they're releasing uh, they're opening up cannabis lounges where you can go sit down and 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 and, and smoke. We kind of like the opium right. dens in China that the Europeans were running to keep the China Chinese dormant so they could come in and take their land. Okay, another story for another time. Right. But parallelism, right. the parallels, uncanny. But this is my point on this. Right. Any other time. When it has to do with a business right. the The news will show you a white face Right But for these cannabis lounges Right They found one of the only black owned dispensaries right. That they say quote unquote was right. prepared for this Right And had the lounge seats already set up Prepared for this right. They show you this so they can put a black right. face on what will possibly happen with the cannabis lounges where people lose their agency. So they put a black face on it so that when they can go back, they can go blame a black face when you know that the white faces are the ones that are making the majority of money on it. So people, that's what we want to see. So you have to see this movie Bolden. Excellent. Beautifully shot. Everything that we told you about right. it is why it's quality and right. why you should go see it. Right. We took extra time on it because there's so much history yeah. in it, and we had to break it down so when you mm-hmm. see it, yeah. you can go back and, and why? The, are, why do they have a the Memorial Day parade? Because we created Memorial Day, Day. Yeah. not them. Okay. Yeah.
1: And they have the Winston Marsalis. did an Excellent, excellent. The, the
0: one thing I'll say wow. about Louis Armstrong is the trumpet was yeah. not loud enough. Because Louis Armstrong's trumpet was Mm -hmm. so loud and so forceful Mm -hmm. and he was blowing everything in it, the black experience Mm -hmm. that he had experienced out, that -hmm. they would have to put him out of the studio into the hallway. They would open up the door to the studio and he would stand out in the hallway Mm -hmm. so they could record his horn. His horn was so loud and so powerful That being in the studio by the mic it would blow everything out so they had to find a way to put him out further to get it right Mm -hmm. and so that's that's the only thing I said about the trumpet wasn't recorded loud loud enough because even when you listen to Louis Armstrong recordings the Mm -hmm. power in which listen to Stardust Stardust is in this film Mm -hmm. written by um Hoagy Carmichael, which is one of the European Americans who was uh, able to get into the black community and live within it. Kind of like what we're going to talk about as far as the we, uh, uh movie that we're going to talk about with Five Five Freddy. Five Five Freddy. But it's written by him and so glad that, you know, it was put in the film as if he had wrote it because it's just like how they do so many films and they use black created films and they have them replay it as if they created it. So, it's a good tip for tat on that. Now,
1: <clears throat> what would you rate the film? 10.
0: Right. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: definitely uh, a 10. The
0: artistic expression 10. Yes. The,
1: cinematography. Mute, the
0: cinematography 10. Yep. The, the low-key right. 10. The use of flashback yes. instead of Real time to tell the story. Right. New way of telling stories. Yes. Ten. The more the the way they created the film and used it use more images right. than dialogue to tell the film. The dialogue right. is there, right? But the imagery, right? The images. Ten. Uh, the clothing of the yes. period it was 10. realistic.
1: You felt like you were back during that period and the hair and makeup too mm-hmm.
0: the use of intercutting yeah. in the edit to show you the conflict yes. and the and without using the standard wipes right. being able to use the cuts to right. tell the story as he transitions from the cabins in his mind in the yeah. institution yeah. again using the institution as a metaphor and of the cabins of his mind turning mm-hmm. into the flashbacks, ten. The
1: editor did an amazing, amazing job. job. He was a beast.
0: I have to give the director his credit the too. Director, He's not the editor, A D O S and yeah. all that, but it beautifully done. He beautifully tells beautifully done. You get people sometimes that yeah. break the white code and yeah. want to tell the truth about what's yeah. going on. Yeah. Okay, and so ten, the movie all together, all over ten. Now. We're moving now But we stayed on that That's about an hour But we stayed on that I believe yeah, But Gary, but, Carr, but he kills Gary Carr He kills it Gary Carr He kills it Great acting on that Now look You know we have The music review right. uh, By The film review right. And you know We just had our first uh, Episode Show mm-hmm. It came out On April 30th You can see it Globally Right, right? You go to Vimeo or YouTube on your smart TV or Roku device. Right. You type in the YouTube app or the Vimeo app. You're able to then type in uh, the, uh, the film review, music review, volume one. And it comes up and you're able to watch it in New York, in California, in Vegas, in Cleveland. In Mississippi, in in Africa, in cities, uh, in in states, cities, and towns in Africa, Jamaica, uh, or Europe, you can watch it. From from my uh, analytics, I Mm -hmm. see that people are watching it in Africa, in Europe, in the United States, Canada, Mm -hmm. South America, Mm -hmm. Mexico. but South America because we
1: have I mean it's a lot of great artists like musicians like
2: uh, no like,
0: face shadow man yes no face shadow man plus you know on the show we have African musicians <laughs> we, yes alright we had an African uh, uh, chi- uh, come through send yeah. his music through he nice. has a great song yeah he does um, we got uh, Dame uh, Diz yes. or Dame Israel with Jungle 2 right uh, we I, uh J. Jig, yeah Jig, uh, Cicero, yes. all that, right? So we, we have these acts, and you can yeah. see this globally. And you can also listen to it in your car globally by going over to SoundCloud yep. with your iPhone or with your Android. Right. Connect your Android or iPhone to your Bluetooth. You can bam it through your speakers. It right. bams. Or if you still got a car that has a wire where well, you take the uh, a three-fifths mm-hmm. and you stick it in the quarter inch and you stick not quarter inch uh, three fifths and you stick it into the back of the phone and you stick it into your dash you can go to auxiliary yep. and you can listen to it there bam through the speakers yep. and, and it's a mixtape you know yeah. Crazy D mix I've been top. known I've been known to make <laughs> the best mixtapes yep. and you know not only is it visual but it's also audio so you can hear it and take it everywhere the artists have seen her recognize appreciate it like we told you before that's what we're about now yep. On there, we have an artist also named Wolf Dotson. Yes, right.
2: Excellent.
0: Wolf Dotson yep. has a song on there called I Know.
2: Oh, yeah. I they don't want to see
0: me shine. Yeah. I know, oh, oh, oh. Yep. I know. What's so incredible about Wolf Dotson is right. he has enough videos. He already has... Content for multiple albums. I'm talking about right. audio, right? But what's going on, Michael Black? Hey, Michael. Thanks for chiming in. Uh, Wolf Dotson has enough uh, enough videos yeah. to turn into a visual album, Right. right? He has enough videos, and he's cranking out stuff. But everything he cranks out are hits. Yeah. You know what I mean? What he cranks out are hits. It's just an incredible thing. So when you type in Wolf Dotson mm-hmm. and you watch it, but go watch it. Because he on,
1: performed, right? That's at right. He event? performed
0: at, at the event that I structured over yep. at TC's Rib Crib. Yep. Uh, TC's Rib, uh, no. TC's Barbecue Crib. Yeah. We were over there and yep. I programmed an event and yep. we had four acts perform. Yep. And he came out and performed. And his so family came
1: out and supported him. him and his family came, came, out, out came out and, and supported
0: him. him. Yep. And his music, so I know when you yeah. first listen to it, it is hip hop on the feet. But you have to go see the review. I'm not gonna rehash that, go watch it. But on right. the show, we review three artists and then yeah. we show you the video, uh, uh, banging videos, jamming Icy videos Jones, right? of different people see Jones, right. Is a Twin. We yeah. do all that, right? And then we review three acts because we know right. we keep it moving and keep it fresh, right? You know what I'm saying? I am known to make great mixtapes over the years. Because you know, I started out as a DJ, mixed, and, and, and because mixed CDs. that's awesome. right, mix CDs. and I knew uh, I know sound and sound reinforcement because I was a studio dude, right, right? and put out records myself, right. so I know and I had success, so I don't have hatred, so I can hear really? jamming stuff. And then right. we, we have uh, Fever Wine, yeah, by um, Rhyme Schemes, yeah, right, that's on there, but. About, nice. about Whoop Dotson Whoop Dotson like I said he has enough to make a video album yeah. and he's constantly pumping out hits yep. he's got enough to make 3-4 albums in audio form, yeah. right? but the man has a new single out called Candy Shop mm-hmm. now Candy Shop is not like 50 Cent's Candy Shop and like I said the only song in mm-hmm. history mm-hmm. The only song in history that can never be used as a title, you know, is Tie a Yellow Ribbon Round the Old Oak Tree. That's the only one because it was just so popular by Tony Orlando and Don, right? And you can see one of Don on that show, what was that?
1: Half
0: and half. Oh yeah. Yeah, she was. She, she's yeah. still acting. And doing she played on "Give Me a Break." Yeah, yeah. So you know, a lot you of can acting. Her, yeah. A lot of acting. She went yeah. from singing to acting. Yeah. It's great stuff. Uh, Shanine said, "Like Chadwick Bozeman and Jane, and when he played James Brown about the dignity." Yes, that's true.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, gonna see this movie. She said. Yes, yes go see, see it. Bowie. And that's
1: another um, one who we love too, Chadwick Bozeman, yeah. Like he, he, he's like a a dignified person like in real life too like he chooses characters who have dignity and in real life he's he's a very 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 um he loves this culture and he stands for his people yeah, and did. that's what I like and respect about him not only as an actor but as a human being he's just a great person. Yes, I need that you support. Tama
0: Hopkins, right? That's her name. Oh, Shani is telling yeah, us what her name yeah. is. That's right. And he then uh, uh, Shani said, true about the mixtapes. Yes! See, co-signing. That's yeah. right. That's right. So, Candy Shop is out <laughs> and it's incredible. You will hear it on volume two yeah. of uh, the film review, music review show. But you can go there and blow his numbers up on YouTube. You go to the search and you type in Candy Shop, yeah. type in Wolf Dotson, Listen to the track. It's Hip Hop Bonafides. If you don't know what Hip Hop Bonafides is, go watch the film review music review show. I talk about what Hip Hop Bonafides is. The three topics and the three subtopics that are usually in hip hop that make it Hip Hop Bonafides. And he captures that and what he does. Um, So, go see Candy Shop and then definitely watch the film review music review show volume one you can see it globally on your TV set you can see it on your computer you can go to lordlandfilms.com and uh, tap uh, the film review in the navy bar and it comes right up I got it debuted real big where you can watch it you see the track listing it's all good and then uh, you can also uh, you can see it everywhere you can see it on MySpace remember when we talked about MySpace uh, you can see it on My MySpace. MySpace's platform now mm-hmm. is really good for music. Mm-hmm. I, I can just tell you it's really good. People forgot
2: mm-hmm.
0: about it, but it's really good for music. Um, you can just see the film review music review show right. globally. Like I said, you go to YouTube app on your smart TV or your Roku TV and you can download it. Right? And then you can search the film review music review show on the youtube app on the vimeo app same thing you download it but you search lord land films and all of the films come up the stuff that's for pay which is many of my films and then you have the complimentary and within that there it is and you can watch it right there at your leisure and you can also people see i do research i'm 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 the person. I work hard. Hey, Otis. Or right, hey, what's going on, Otis Lang? Otis Lang is DJ uh, DJ LV from in Las Vegas doing this thing. Put your information in on the uh, on the uh, the uh, what is this called? I forget you what said, it's called watch of, The watch party, and then I'll be able to read it over air. But that is who that is. Oh. Uh, DJ Mix Master Elvia. Just had to do Total Recall there. He DJs most of um, of uh, Brother Stretch Sanders, Minister Stretch Sanders events that help to advance the historic West, yes. right? So make sure that when you get a chance, Otis, that you go back and watch this because we kicked some gems about the movie Bold. bolden yes. where they talk about people who are advanced who are there to advance the agency of black people and how they try to derail them so we dropped some gems in there because that's what the movie's about get a chance yeah. take stretch uh take all your all the people get a group of people and go see Bolden the movie right so back to uh, uh, we already talked yep, about... The grass
1: is greener.
0: Yeah, we already talked about Wolf Dotson. Yeah. Wolf Dotson, I know, we already told you, you you'll see it, but that's yeah. a 10. And yeah. this candy shop yeah. is just banging. It is. I mean, it's just banging. It, it bangs, and you will see it. But like I said, go to YouTube, do that. Now, one more thing about seeing the mm-hmm. film review, music review show. You can also, people... Mm-hmm. See, I'm, I'm a researcher. a I research. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not just playing around with it. I research to make sure the picture is right. I research to the make sound. sure that the sound is right. right. I am not a videographer. I am a filmmaker. Yes. Okay? Right. So I research this to make right. sure that it is right, right so that my people can be seen, heard, recognized, and appreciated. Because if it's dusty right. and it's not right, right. people are not going to watch it years later. We're sorry. So people who are producing dust... That's cool, but just reality, just speaking reality, the pictures has got to be there. So, like I said, you, you can also go to YouTube and search Lordlandfilms.com and look at all the work. We talked about that before. It's just prolific, one of the most prolific filmmakers in the game, Crazy and D. Laurels. That's right, and Laurels, the most, most prolific filmmaker in the game with top quality, top picture, top sound. Everything you just go through from 07 all the way up to today. I mean, I didn't know I was that prolific just searching for stuff, but anyway, last thing uh, I'm, a, I'm a researcher, so you can take your ISO, your Apple, or your Android, and you can go onto your smart TV, you can download the Firefox app, link your phone. To the Wi-Fi that's connecting the smart TV to your phone. And you can watch us right there on your TV globally. You can watch YouTube. You can watch the film review uh, and the film review music review globally right there using your cell phone. We're into technology, people. We make it happen. We make it move. But what you find is if you're producing dust... People ain't gonna watch that long. Right. They gonna be like, ah, oh, man, turn that off, turn that off. I Speaking need. Speaking I need to
1: swing over. Right. Speaking of technology. Uh-huh. Um. Out here, and I'm sure all over the United States, mm-hmm. um, there are like coding camps for children. So make sure that uh, you are uh, pushing your like children, nieces, nephews, cousins, neighbors, best friends, godkids kids towards uh coding because technology is right now is the future and our children definitely need to be a part of creating these systems all
0: right so check that out so we're gonna get we're gonna get to the grass is greener but since we're on this okay. we might as well stay on this the crazy d's work ethic right in filmmaking listen YouTube search. Now, I've said this. This is the third time, and we're going to move off of it. But YouTube search lordlandfilms.com and look at the list. I did not know this, but just looking at it, because I was searching for some things, some titles, because I was doing a a quick review, and I was looking for some titles, and I just typed in lordlandfilms.com. I have all kinds of genres. I have films. I have documentaries. I have Interviews, right. uh, classic interviews with various people, right. all there, yeah. crystal clear sound, picture, right. streamed situations that right. turned into finished products. Right. It is there, see? The sheer amount right. of finished film presentations, right. I doubt, other than, I don't even think people in Hollywood have. Mm-hmm. this much it, it it's really it's really incredible right a uh, beautiful picture and top quality sound we as a team are about getting people seen her recognized and appreciated if you're jamming
2: yeah.
0: i'm with it
2: yeah.
0: you know what i mean ain't no ain't no hesitation ain't no hate yeah. ain't no my boy do it around the corner right. bull bs what sets me and us apart is that we are for our people to be seen, heard, recognized as a people. Never do I come with my hand up. Can you give me something? No. I do do that because I come... We landed here. I landed here being Crazy deep. I landed here already having laurels behind my films, already having films, already right. doing that. When I come... I bring good product or service right. that when shown is entertaining right. and edutaining at the same time. Right. When people pay for ads for our shows, right. it is not that you're doing something. This 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 is a through the board for everyone who is out there producing. When a business right. or a product or a service right. Pays for advertisement on. Uh, on these platforms right. that we do. Right. They're not doing something. For us. Right. We have set a price. Right. Have set a price point. Right. To say that this is what this. What our service will cost. Right. To open you up to a whole new group of people. Right. That you don't have. Right. When you go and you pay your money to the European Americans right. to their platforms. Right. You don't say, I'm helping the European American. Right. So don't think... You mean the ones with inferior work? No, I'm talking about the ones who have shows where they will pay for advertisers to be on those shows.
1: Okay, no, I was talking about people who will... Uh, when it, they'll... Have a let's say you they may have a bad experience if they deal with a a black contractor or going to a black owned business, and if something doesn't go if they don't like how they were served or you know, whatever, I'll never go back to a black business again. But then, if you have an issue when you go and DIY, right, McDonald's or one of the other white owned businesses, then you know, then they have a bad taste in their mouth. But then they'll go into that establishment again, a day or two later again. again
0: or or if someone does something, a contractor does something wrong. Right. Uh, Lay cement wrong. White. Or lays Right. They'll or just lays, call up another white contractor. Or, or they just call up another one. But a black person does something. Black, they do it once. And say, I'm, I'm never, never black work, black oh my
1: people. god well, you know That's what? self-hate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, that's self-hate. And we just, right. I just learned about that. Or, hi, not,
1: or not hiring... Um, a black person who has quality work, mm-hmm. but then you'll hire a white person whose work is inferior. With, That's right. You know, and the 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 the, the who can't right. sync
0: up dancing. That is my pet peeve in videos: lip sync, right? And and and, and movement dancing. and the dancing. If you can't sing, if you can't sync up lips, and you can't sync up the dancing, right. you don't have any rhythm. And why would you not go to someone that sits there painstakingly right. to make sure that your product comes out great where it is synced? Right. Synced. So, you know, that's what it is. You know, I, speaking of, of businesses and contracting businesses, we, I just heard about something that happened back in Cleveland with Sam Silk. He's a radio personality, but he's opened up a lot of fish uh, fish uh, business, a uh, uh, fish restaurant chain Looking for the going the city. Back and looking back and trying that out, right? Sam Silk, uh, I forget catfish or whatever name it was. Sam Silk and I think something
1: it was
0: chicken and seafood. It's chicken and seafood, and, and something happened, and then the person decides to try to put it up on the internet with picture form to try to basically derail the business. And what was found out from what I from what I heard was that that person has a business that kind of does the same thing. So why would you want to tear down another, tear another person? Just... Because what you do... So that's what I'm saying. But you wouldn't go into the the European-American establishment and do anything like that. Right. You would say, oh, you probably toss it to the side. You see a hair in the food. Right. You move it to the side and keep on eating. You know what I mean? And so th- these type of things have to cease because right. we have to tell it like it is. Mm-hmm. I have a concept that I just came up with, and it has to do with Pan Africanism versus uh, 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 Rastafarianism. Rastafari, Rastafari, Rastafari versus Pan Africanism, okay? Taking ADOS out of it. Uh, American descendants of slaves and looking for the reparations that, you know, belong to us and not to the invasion of the body snatchers that have been coming over here lately, trying to take our position, and we've talked about that extensively, go back and watch some of the other episodes, it's all listed in the descriptions, and you can watch that, so we're not going to beat that dead horse so we're going to move ABOs to the side, right we're not going to kill that that lively horse like the stallion with the irrespect, uh, irresponsible Mexican holding the reins and he got his brain kicked out by the, uh, it was on Facebook and then the horse was up and ready to do something to eat, but anyway, we're not it's gonna horrible. kill a horse, so we're gonna move the ADOS to the side and deal with just a concept I, 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 this came to me in an epiphany on Thursday and after um, Like It Is podcast <clears throat> it comes on 10 and 10 to 11 yeah. on uh, Crazon Dion and also other channels on Facebook. Other pages on Facebook, excuse me. Right. We were sitting. So like, it was, it Paige. Uh, like, like it is page. Like it is page. Franklin G. Host. We were having lunch over at the Bistro and it was myself and B. Timbs, mm-hmm. formerly of the Bomb Squad, but he's the engineer over at the uh, Black Run radio station, right? right? And we were sitting there having lunch and, and this epiphany in me Epiphany had come to me on on uh, Thursday. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I brought it out said, there's a difference between Rastafarianism
2: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, 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 Pan-Africanism, mm-hmm. right? Pan-Africanism, all the true pan african that I've ever, because I had to go back and research because it has been some muddying of the water with the invasion of body centers coming over and saying that kumbaya, you know, kumbaya with the Chinese taking over Africa and all that, kumbaya, okay. So I had to go back. True Pan-Africans from what I have studied and what, you know, I believed it to be was that wherever we are in the globe, where we were dropped off, we were stole from one place and dropped off, that we as those group of people should be Mm Pan-African and work to strengthen where we are. The strongest base of Pan-Africans for sure was the United States before ADOS. Well, Again, we're going to move ADOS to the side for a minute. The largest concentration of black people are in Brazil, right? right? The strongest Pan-African movement Mm -hmm. is in the United States. And thus, so the, one, the ones that the European Americans bring over... who are Africans... who don't prescribe to Pan-Africanism... but prescribe to Kumbaya... I'll say that... <clears throat> that's what I would call Rastafarianism... and I'm going to get to that in a minute... so we were sitting at the table... and I was like... all the Pan-Africans... I know we were, we're supposed to fight to... do it for ourselves... And our main body of land is the continent of Africa and the different countries which should be turned into states to be the largest continental body in the world, okay, of states, Africa, uh, the United States of Africa, right? And that's what Pan-Africanism is, which germinated starting in America going over, black people in America going over to reconnect and bring forth uh, togetherness and thus bring uh, the people who were underserved over there so they could get education here and then go back and build Africa for this eventual United States of Africa but instead they come over and they want to take in the European lifestyle right. like they when they go to other places like Europe and take in the European lifestyle try to be rich and some of them were we didn't realize that some right. of them some of their people owned slaves right. and they were doing hein- more heinous just equivalency heinous things to the people like burying them alive when the slave master died as much heinous as what was going on over here with feet being cut off castrations drawing, courting, lynching yeah. right? So I was like, that's what true Pan Africanism is. Now, I said, what I've noticed is I haven't seen one, I I, I don't know, one Rastafarian that hasn't seen, that hasn't seen a white puss that it didn't like. I haven't seen one. Rastafari, Rastafarian Rastafarianism Believing person that Hasn't seen one White puss that it didn't like One
1: love Hi Gina
0: One heart Let's stick together with the Whites and feel all Right, this, this is Rastafarian Let's Praise to the white Jesus and feel all right. Now this is my, this is my thing, right? And and sure enough, that later that day, Mm -hmm. I saw a video that's going around on Facebook where the guy is singing.
1: He said to his queen.
0: To his queen, and you know, to each their own. But Pan Africanism is different than Rastafarianism. And it just proved my point even more that there's a difference between Pan-Africanism and Rastafarianism, and that sometimes Rastafarianism masks as Pan-Africanism, but it's really not. And so we have to come down to, are you Pan-African, or are you someone who will feel that the grass is greener, the women are better, better you get my point. So when people see where I come from, I come from... I'm about black women, my dude. I'm about black people taking their rightful place on the planet, right? And I also said the way it's going and the way people seem to be practicing, in my opinion, my just my opinion, Rastafarianism, and always constantly doing the same mistakes again and allowing... The other to get into our business, and then later it's not owned by you; it's owned by them. It, it, they have control over what you do. You keep on making the same mistake. That's why it's always a fifty to seventy-five year retardation. And then people are saying they're sorry, but that doesn't help that person. Then we need so results that's now. That's
1: the definition of what is insanity: doing the same doing the thing, same thing over again and thinking that result, it's going to be a result when the
0: only thing we haven't tried totally is putting differences aside and pushing together that's the only thing that we haven't tried and I said that at this age three years from now I'll be 50 and you know you get you get 70 you know and then after that everything else is a blessing right 70 score and then after that is a blessing so if you say 50 and 40 more years that's 90 you know what I mean 40 more years, you know what I'm saying? When you're 20, young and spry, you know, and you're fighting the power and stuff, but then as you get older, you say, hmm, we now see this, we have no time to make the same mistakes. And it was funny about the Bolden movie before we move on from this. See,
1: this movie is that good. We no, no, <laughs>
0: it was something that happened before the Bolden movie. We were walking and we got on the elevator. Oh, okay. And then a uh, 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 European-American family got in there. It was a, a mother, father, and an older son. They're all older. The, when, the parents could have been in their 70s. You know, they age faster, so could have been 60s. But the son about in his 30s could have been. Uh, oh, been no. I hope he wasn't in right, his
1: right, 30s. Right, 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 right. He, right. Looked like, he actually looked like he was maybe in his.
0: 40s? fifty? Fifty. Okay, fifty. They was then they was seventies. But you know, they could have been thirty and sixties, but they age faster. You know, just facts. <clears throat> That's why it's all these plastic surgeries and shit going on. But anyway, look They get on, so um the woman, the woman, I, I obviously she was scared because here's a black man I got my mask on, you know what I'm saying, protected from the elements. You know? allergy obviously, r- obvious, allergy obviously mass. they're afraid. Say, so she said, so she looks at my wife. You know, they this is this is the whole thing. This is how you know that the European American is afraid of the black male, is they will direct their conversation to the black female. That's males and females alike. They will not direct their conversation to the male at all because you know the male is the is the thug, okay? So she asks why I say, going to the movies? first of all, why you wanna know? Let's play. Yeah, we're going to see Bowden, and then I chimed in. You know, I make my presence known. I say, yeah, uh, the man who is credited with creating Janice. So we get on the elevator, and she says, well, I don't. I'm not too familiar with jazz. I looked at myself, okay, so you're either two types. You're either the one that would call, rape, and get the lynch, the black man lynched, kind of like Emmett Till. Or two, you're one who are clutching your pearls now as an older woman, but you were in there getting the dick. Okay. All right. So you're either two, one of those. Oh, I'm not doing jazz. And that's also a catchphrase because jazz was jive music. And that's that's a cold word for nigga music, okay? So then, so, you know, just before, so just telling you that that's something that happened beforehand and you're sitting up there and it's like, things don't change. And the son is in his 40s, which means he's got to have somebody kids maybe in their 20s or in their teens, Mm -hmm. and this cycle of this vicious, evil, Mm -hmm. disgusting cycle is going to keep on going. You know, the Confederacy Mm -hmm. wants to rise again, but you know, the South already rose. You know how the South rose again? Through hip-hop music. That's how it rose again. Sorry, it didn't rise the way you thought it was going to rise. It rose through hip-hop music. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Let's see what Shiny said here. Let's see. Truth about the mixtapes uh, uh, yeah, so
1: she's chiming in on the, the watch party
0: right watch right, party yeah okay.
1: no 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 Those I didn't
0: want that to happen
1: what is it doing is it up doing other okay
0: updates? look so look okay. so that's saying that so my, my new theory on it and you know it's not not changing now. My new theory on this is about um, Pan-Africanism versus Rastafarianism. And what goes along with that is One Love, they took Bob Marley's situation, took his song and because it became a tourist attraction thing to make money because they impoverished the Jamaican population. And made it in you know, drugs and all that, and they impoverished it. So, the only way out is to be nice and smile like Barbados. Same, same same, concept. So, they take that and they use it. So, that's what it is. And wherever you can get money from is what you revere. So, that, that's my concept on it, and that's my thought press on it, my opinion. That's what it is. We are not, there are some people who are masking. You know, uh, uh, saying that they are Pan-Africans and really they are
2: Rastafarians
0: in thought process in the in the seventy-five to one hundred year retardation of that form. We talked about that. Go back and watch it. Okay. So now we talked about we talked about the crazy D work ethic. Right. We've talked about the film review, music review show. We talked about the 29 years. We opened up the show with that. Right. We talked about Charles Joseph Buddy Bolden. Yes. He was known as King Bolden yes. in New Orleans. Excellent film. Go see it. Creator of jazz. Yep. The
1: pioneer. New we Orleans. We talked about
0: Duke Ellington. New Orleans jazz. We talked about Duke Ellington. Right. Louis Armstrong taking the A train and right. definitely going to uh play black and tan fantasy he was telling us about Get 29 what we are right we are tan european americans and europeans do not tan they burn all right Mm -hmm. so
1: now we're coming to the documentary by fab five freddy called the grass is greener on netflix
0: on netflix now to keep along with the thing within the film I'm going to fast forward here before we get to the main, but get back to what the thesis of the film is, but let's fast forward to where they talk about how now that it's being legalized, people are coming in like John Boehner, super host, but anyway, like John Boehner from Ohio, who was getting into the uh, cannabis situation, and they believed that weed was so horrible, it was up there, you know, just worse mm-hmm. classified as a, a uh, classified as a one or one a or whatever it is mm-hmm. classification, mm-hmm. which makes it you know like cocaine, like horrible. But anyway, look, there's a guy who is into the cultivation. They, they, they were at a uh, Fat Fire Freddy was at a convention for the oh, weed yeah, people, that right? was great
1: scene. And
0: he sits up yeah. there and says, and then so Fat Fire Freddy must ask him a question. Yeah. What do you think about the people who are well you hear him say it off off camera right off screen right he says what do you think about the people who are um who have are incarcerated right. for selling uh marijuana or or selling cannabis right uh wouldn't they be great um business people right. and he says no he says no they couldn't be great business people because they were selling on the streets. And so this whole and this guy is a European-American, and it's that whole through line, which that which that movie talks about, um, which Bowden talks about, we say, why should you, why should we elevate you to us when you're so immoral, you're so uneducated, you wouldn't be able to do it because you don't have the uh, you are not good businessmen. You see. So right there I'm sure Fab Five Freddy was just
1: stunned. Yeah, that's why he put all this in the in documentary, in his documentary, which was great. Oh, you left out the other part when he said, no, uh the look of the cannabis what industry now is a better look.
0: A better look, which is a which is a which is a uh which is a dog whistle which says that the face the face of it right. is better because they demoralized the face right? mm-hmm. of what it was. Originally, he said it was illegal.
1: It was horrible. It was. He it was did a, a great job a on this thumb. documentary because all you have to do is put the mic up to people and they tell and you, they will tell you the really how they feel. Do
0: you remember people, I took it down for certain reasons, but do you remember, which is not for this reason, but do you remember when we were doing the... Uh, Las Vegas Black Food Festival and we were walking I had started the stream mm-hmm. and it was and I had parked in this parking lot and then the European American guy comes from across the street and says you can't park there I said well let me tell you first that you're on film and what were you saying he was like oh well Did this he change his whole tune he said well it sure is good that uh, you're filming because then People wouldn't be assholes. What you're saying is... You were an asshole. I'll leave that... Put the pen in that... And move that over to the side. So... You know... This is what we're dealing with people... And people who believe... That it will be any different... You are sorely mistaken, and they will own your stuff in the end.
1: Yeah. And so this documentary, okay. it covers the history of illegal cannabis in the United States, and then it's filled with great right. celebrity interviews. It
0: features uh, Damon Marley, Snoop, yep. Be Real, Killer Mike, and Be Real and from more. Cypress Hill. That's yeah. right. And um, talks about it talks about how weed, yeah. cannabis and they named it to make it seem more illegal because of the brown people that were selling it, the Mexicans, uh, they called it marijuana. They spelled it marijuana with an H instead of the J. The J comes later, during J. Edgar Hoover, they changed it and made it even look even more like it was something that came from over there, a J instead of a H. Instead of marijuana, Mm -hmm. marijuana. Okay, so...
1: But wait a minute. He did a great job because he's the timeline of the documentary. It begins in the 1920s jazz era. And then again, uh, he mentions Duke Ellington. Mm -hmm. Um, They show footage, actually. Mm -hmm. Uh, Louis Armstrong, Billie Holiday. They were all like targets Mm -hmm. under racist policy.
0: That's right, because if they caught you with this... With weed, which they right. classify as a drug, they would take your your uh, cabaret card away. Yeah. Right. Oh, they
1: put Billy Holiday.
0: And they put her through. through it, but also what they found was so they they tied it to jazz, yeah. right, and put a black face on it. You see how these things these things keep coming around; these tropes keep coming around. Yeah. So now that the lounges are open, right they put a black face on it just in case it turns into the Box Rebellion and look that up, Box Rebellion. If it turns into like the opium opiate right. rebellion, right. then they can say that black people did it, right? Mm-hmm. So they put it with jazz and they say right. jazz is jive and it's uh, uh, it's bad and uh what, what they're doing is they are influencing young impressionable lily European white women who will go down there and be oh, yeah. taking advantage of uh, yeah, that was in a documentary.
1: It was in a documentary. You see, yeah. so these tropes
0: move through yeah. uh, these things. So um, this is what what it tells you, and it goes through the whole piece. So they yeah. tie jazz, but the biggest, yeah. The biggest weed seller doing jazz was a Jewish man. I can't think of his name. You're going to watch the documentary to see it. But he was a Jewish man who had the best weed and they would put it in the music.
2: Kind of like... His name. Yeah, he put his
0: name in the music and He was there, and he was once, and then you know they made a big deal over this. He was once arrested and put in jail for having it, and they had put him on. their segregated, you know, like life, segregated to jail, had the white him in, in the white population. He said, "Warden, I think you made a mistake. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm black. I'm not over here." Mm-hmm. And he asked to be moved over with the black people because he felt more at home. You know, kind of like the people like what I talked about um, uh, Hoagie Carmichael who made Stardust and all that, you know, certain people who feel at home, but then they are able later to have the trappings of living in a nice mansion in a neighborhood while they were redlining and blocking black people from being in those places. So, look,
1: Plus too late, also in the film mm-hmm. um, they also talked to people um, who were personally affected by drug convictions. Right. Mm-hmm. So they talked to uh, family members as well. Mm-hmm. and uh the guy that was
0: in the guy that was in prison for yeah. fourteen years for two joints. Crazy. You know, put putting them away.
1: Meanwhile right. the officer that killed Philando Castro Castile. Castile. Got off. Got off. Philando Castile. Right? Yeah. He so got so off. you
0: see so you see how these things are. So this is what this George tells Zimmerman about. got off. Right, he got off, right? But you know, you're sending people to jail for two joints. You know. But what they didn't tell you in there, I saw this on the History Channel. DuPont during that time in the nineteen twenties was coming mm. out with coming out with nylon. And hemp, which is, uh, is also can be used, made from out of cannabis, was coming, was making clothing, and he thought that the hemp would overtake his nylon. So he had some people in Congress, and they mm-hmm. passed, they wrote up the bills to legal, uh, legalize, uh, to make it illegal to have uh, cannabis, hemp, uh, marijuana, all that, and they were able to pass it off. So they killed two birds with one stone. Who's growing it? Double to brown people from Mexico because they wanted to cut off the border. And so that's how all of this started. Yeah. You know, it started before, during the wars and yeah. Mexican-American war and all that. Remember yeah. the Alamo and all that. And, but they were able to cut off the border because they said when they come across, they're bringing this illegal substance. And from there, it goes on and it pushes on. But And they put out fake reports that this... Uh, have this that it causes uh, schizophrenia and all kinds of stuff. But what they found out was, when Nixon did had his people do a report on it, they mm. found out that it was the total opposite. Yeah, it wasn't. True. And so, see this film.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, the grass is greener by Fab Five Fab Freddy, Freddy on Netflix. Netflix.
1: Yep, check it out.
0: So, what would you rate the film with the with the history that it told?
1: You know, I would give it a ten because it was informative. And what did I tell you? I said the graphics mm-hmm. is well done. I said this film is over already. I said it was so interesting. It was just a lot of information, but it was absorbable the way it was presented to you well done it moved it moved there was no dull moments at all
0: no 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 doldrums um, at all yeah
1: and the, the Bolden
0: film didn't have any doldrums either none at
1: all and then Fab 5 Freddy you also learned about his background about his family and you know his father was a musician and so you learned a lot about Fab 5 Freddy as well mm-hmm. and um, so it was just well done and I learned a lot so was,
0: I give it a 10
1: yeah Great documentary.
0: And in closing, before we go, did you see Game of Thrones oh. last last Sunday? Were you not on the edge of your seats with Game of Thrones last Sunday? Right. I mean, that was just you didn't know how it was gonna end, but right. we're not gonna say it for people who ever seen right. you didn't know how that was gonna end, but the invading horde was coming and you did not know right. how this was gonna end. Some of the that favorites Oh my goodness! So you did not know Game of Thrones last Sunday was incredible. Can't wait
1: to watch it tonight, and
0: we're getting ready to go watch it right now. So
1: and the shy, you got to shout out the shy. shy. That's right, That's
0: right. So in closing, yep, this has been another robust, extraordinarily informative episode of the film review. Movies, music, culture, politics and society. We are the husband and wife team. Celebrating 29 years people. 29 years. It flew by. Yeah, It flew by. And we're going to be bringing special shows talking about that and everything. And I want to say happy belated birthday. Oh, thank you. You know what I mean? And, uh... With husband and wife team, I'm Crazy D. Tracy. And we review movies, music, culture, politics, and society on The Film Review. We will see you next Sunday. This is another great episode of The Film Review. We are the husband and wife team. We are the husband and wife team. We are the husband and wife team. Stay tuned. We're the husband and wife team. I'm Crazy D. Tracy. And this is the film review. Stay tuned. We got a lot to talk about. We are the husband and wife team. We review movies, music, culture, politics, and society. This is the film review. Movies, music, culture, politics, and society. We're the husband and wife team. I'm Crazy D. I'm Tracy. And we review. Movies, music, culture, politics, and society. Sunday at 5.30 on Crazon Dion page on Facebook. Live stream. The Film Review. Movies, music, culture, politics, and society. This is the Film Review.